We interrupt regular programming for the following presentation of high school sports. Now, it's time for the Cromwell Radio Football Friday's pregame show. Good evening and welcome to week four of the Cromwell Media Group's pregame show. My name is Eric Fry and I'll be joined by Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton for a look at all the games going on in our area tonight. Some teams have started the year out perfectly while others are looking for their first win and yet there are even others that are somewhere in between. So let's not waste any time getting tonight's pregame show underway, and let's start with Lane Blickham and a look at the games going on to the north. All right, thank you, Eric. We'll start with the Mattoon Green Wave. They are now 1-2 and two after last week's back-and-forth loss to the Highland Bulldogs. Highland struck first, but Mattoon answered literally right away on the kickoff return. Aiden Arnold with a big return. He's to the near side 30. He's to 40, midfield. To the 40 of Highland, streaking down the near sideline, 30, 20, 10-5, touchdown, Green Wave. After the quick timeout, Arnold took it at his own 10, followed his blockers nicely up the near sideline, found a seam at midfield, and out-sprinted the defenders for a 90-yard touchdown kickoff return. Matt Toon tacked on the extra point for a 7-6 lead early, but they couldn't slow down Highland often enough. A 44-22 victory for the Bulldogs as Matt Toon gets ready for their matchup this week with the Effingham Hearts, who are also 1-2. and two. Here's Green Wave head coach Jared Kimbrough talking after last week's game at Highland. Another story of us beating us more so than them beating us, you know. Uh, can't get off the field, you know, and, and third and long. We're giving up too, too many big plays in that. And then we get down here, still down, I believe it was 22-36. Uh, opportunity to score, throw an interception in the end zone. You know, that puts us back within one score. Things go a lot differently at that point. You know, we maybe get the ball back and have an opportunity at the end, which is which is all we're asking for. Uh, Slater threw the ball. You know, he threw the ball real well. We didn't run it real well, but it is what it is right now. You know, we're going to take what the defense is going to give us, and they gave us the opportunity to throw the ball on, on our quick game stuff that we throw well, and we try to take advantage of that. We're always going to find positives, right? You have to. There, there's, it's never, it's never all good or all bad. Um, we threw, we threw, like I said, we threw quick game well. We, we threw the ball. We protected the quarterback a little bit better than what we've been doing. We took a step back on the defensive side of the ball a little bit. I think our guys run up the field. We're not, we're not a penetrating, get up the field type of team. And when we do that, it just creates too much space. So we'll work on that this week. Get those guys corrected against an Effingham team that we know is going to run power and outside zone. Our group of stations will have Matt Toon and Effingham well covered this week locally in the Matt Toon area. Hear it on 101.3. WMCI, online at MyRadioLink.com, and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. The Charleston Trojans, off to a 3-0 and start, their best start since the 2011 season. Charleston faces Muhammad Seymour tonight. Trojans 3-0, and Muhammad Seymour is 2-1, and so a key early battle in the Apollo Conference standings coming up tonight for Charleston at Trojan Hill. You can hear that game on Victory 103.9, also online at MyRadioLink.com, and the free My Radio Link mobile app, Charleston looks to continue their high-powered role, beating Jerseyville last week, 30-18. to They've put big numbers on the board offensively in each of the first three weeks. The Tri-County Titans are off to an 0-3 start as they head into a rivalry game tonight at Arcola. The Titans lost last week to Arthur Lovington at Wood Hammond, and they fell behind as early 
as you could possibly fall behind in a game on the opening kickoff. And here is the opening kick headed down. Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond on the return. Nettle is down the far sideline across midfield, and he turned the corner in Titan territory. He's going to take this all the way back for an opening kickoff touchdown for Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond. It's Connor Nettle, the senior wide receiver, took the kickoff, went to the left side of his formation, and ran all the way down the field for a score. All right, well, we're off with a bang here. 11.48 to go in the first. It's Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond leading over Tri-County 6-0. Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond ran off the first 20 points of the game before the Titans got on the board. The final was 36-16 as Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond improved to 3-0, the co-leader in the Lincoln Prairie Conference now at the top of the standings with Sullivan Okaw Valley. Tri-County fell to 0-3. They'll take on the Arcola Purple Riders tonight. Arcola off to a 1-2 and two start this season. Hear that game on 92 on the Axe, streaming at MyRadioLink.com and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. Other games up this direction, Warrensburg-Latham and Meridian take each other on tonight. They're both 1-2 and two in the Central Illinois Conference. Central A&M is hosting Clinton tonight. The Raiders are 2-1, and one, the Maroons 1-2, and 3-0 and and oh Shelbyville is at home for Tuscola. The Warriors off to a 1-2 and two start against a tough schedule as well. The next conference I like to follow kind of drifts away from our local content, but used to cover this conference when I worked in Taylorville. The Central State 8 has some intriguing matchups tonight, including Glenwood at 3-0 and at Springfield High, 1-2. and The number one ranked team in Class 4A, the Rochester Rockets, host the Jacksonville Crimsons tonight. And Sacred Heart Griffin, one of the top programs in the state, will take on Springfield Southeast. The Spartans are 0-3 so far. That's a look at games in this direction, guys. I'm Lane Blickham for the Cromwell Media pregame show. Thanks, Lane. That's a lot of great games going on tonight. Another team that has a good one tonight is the Cumberland Pirates, who will look to rebound from their first loss of the season last week. Cumberland fell to Sullivan 33-12. Cumberland made too many mistakes after having three turnovers. That now makes seven turnovers for the Pirates on the season. Sullivan's defense also did a good job of shutting down the Cumberland rushing attack as Cumberland can only manage 118 yards of rushing after averaging close to 300 entering the game. Cumberland is now 2-1 on the season as they head back out on the road and travel to Villa Grove. Villa Grove is coming off their first win of the season last week, 19-12 over Nokomis. Can Cumberland get back to their winning ways or will Villa Grove make it back-to-back wins for the Blue Devils? Find out at 7 o'clock over on WCRA. Now they look at another team looking to get back to their winning ways, the FEM Hearts. And for that, we go to Travis Sparks. Thank you so much. FEM took a tough loss last Friday to Breeze Modern Day. It was a final of 36-14. And the first drives for both teams in the first quarter really set the tone for the whole entire night. Modern Day drove down the field on a 12-play drive. They ultimately were held short of six points, but the Knights did convert on a 26-yard field goal to put them on top three to nothing. Then on Effingham's first possession, the Hearts came out and ended up throwing an interception. That would turn into points for modern day. And I caught up with head coach of the Effingham Hearts, Brett Hefner, and I talked to him about that tone setting first couple drives. Yeah, it was. That, that kind of summed it up. You know, we got off... Got off to a super slow start, which we couldn't do. You know, we had a handful of guys missing, you know, practice and stuff, whether they were sick, not at school, or injured or whatever. And you just can't, unless you're unless you're just super, super talented, mm-hmm. you can't miss practice and you can't miss reps and then expect to go out on Friday night and, and execute. And that's kind of kind of what we got on, on Friday night. Uh, from an execution standpoint, like I said, I can 
I can deal with some execution things that can be fixed as, as long as we're fighting and competing. And I just I didn't think we I didn't think we competed very hard. Modern Day would eventually build up their lead to 22 to nothing, but with about 2:30 to go in the half. FEM finally got on the board. They found the end zone. It was a 48-yard deep strike touchdown pass from Gage Gillum to Andrew Lotz to make it 22-7, and that score would hold at halftime. But coming out of the locker room, it was more of the same for the Hearts offense, who just couldn't get anything going. I thought at that point, I thought similar maybe to last week, okay, just get one and get us some momentum going. It just, like, like I said, it just kind of, kind of died out. It just, uh, mm-hmm. just a lack of excitement, lack of, uh, enthusiasm. And that's, that's been concerning. FEM would muster up another score in the third quarter, a one yard, a touchdown run by Weldon Dunstan to make it 29 to a 14. But modern day would respond right after that for the final of 36 to 14. My bigger concern was uh, you never accept getting beat, but you can handle getting beat if you think you've played well. And, yeah. Uh, the frustrating part for me was for the first time probably ever here, we haven't had a game like that where I just felt like felt like our kids didn't compete, uh, didn't compete the way we, we normally do, didn't fight the way we normally do. And that's what concerned me more than anything else. So that's kind of been the focal point going into this week. I know I've gotten a lot of questions about Matt, too, and I'm like, look, I'm – we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're focused on ourselves right now, sure. and uh, we get back to playing and fighting the way that, that we're just doing that. We'll be, we'll be okay on Friday. So FEM falls to 1-2 and a two on the season, and this week it's the start of Apollo Conference play. Always important to get off to a good start, and they start Apollo play facing off traveling to Mattoon to take on the Green Wave who fell to Highland 44-22 to last week, and Mattoon also coming in at 1-2. and Highland scored on the first possession, then Green Wave answer right back on the kickoff return, a 90-yard return by Deedon Arnold, but Mattoon on top early, and then in the second quarter, they pulled out a play in the bag of tricks. It was that old hook and ladder after Mattoon would get within one point, 23-22, but it would be all Bulldogs after that, and ultimately fell. FEM knows just how dangerous Highland can be with them facing off just last year. Matt Tuna comes in under head coach Jared Cambro for his second season. Their first win in week two versus Olney. And these two teams met this time last year in week four, also in Mattoon. They were victorious there, so friendly confines. 34-2, to nothing was the final last year. Mattoon does still have some of the same familiar names, including the quarterback, Senior Slater Trayer, who comes in 36 of 70, 483 total yards and four touchdowns and a couple interceptions this season. And in Coach Kimbrough's second year, they've really tried to focus on the run, and they do have a two-headed rushing attack with Deedon Arnold, the 5'11 junior, who has 115 total yards on the season and has found the end zone a couple times and clearly has enough speed to get the end zone with that kickoff return last week. Also, Tristan Sewell, who's a 5'8", a junior, and he's racked up 283 yards on the ground, even though he hasn't found the end zone just quite yet. He'll look to change that tonight. If Mattoon completes passes, they'll be to Owen Hawkins, who has 11 grabs for 107 yards. Also, a Jared Butler, the junior, has grabbed seven receptions, but three of those have come from touchdowns and also 162 yards. And also, they will focus on Kale Kimbrough, as well, nine grabs for 96 yards as well. So just a few of the names that you'll be hearing 
later on tonight in the game. Elsewhere in the conference, it is two and one. Muhammad traveling to three and zero. Charleston, Effingham will do the same next week. We'll see the Trojans at Trojan Hill. Charleston dating back to last season on a seven game winning streak, and it's the first time the Trojans have been three and zero since two thousand eleven with Coach Halsey also at the helm. And then a heavyweight matchup in a Taylorville tonight, a battle of undefeateds, the three and zero Mount Zion Braves against the three and zero Taylorville. Tornadoes. We'll be interested to see what those scores will be. Both FEM and Mattoon set to run the gauntlet after this and have to face all of those teams on their upcoming schedules. So it's important to get off to a great start in Apollo play. That's it from the FEM desk. I'll throw it back to you, Eric. Thanks, Travis. Again, that should be a good one up in Mattoon tonight. And speaking of good football games, there are some in the South Central Conference tonight. And for a look at that conference, we go to Todd Stapleton. And good evening and welcome as we get ready for week number four of the high school football season here tonight. We'll see some teams start to begin to make their way into those playoff pictures after this week as we get through four weeks of the season. The Vandals coming off a 47-22 win over the Carlinville Cavaliers last Friday are 2-1 and one on the season. They will be heading to Southwestern tonight to take on the 2-1 and one Piasaw Birds. For the Vandals, they got off to a fast start last week. They led 20 to nothing after the first quarter. Vandals coach Jason Clay says those fast starts are big. Fast starts are huge. I mean, you build momentum and you can kind of feel it. Friday night, uh, the first quarter seemed fairly long, but, you know, we look up at the end and we're up 20 to nothing, and, and that's just huge. You can kind of see it snowballing on them and, and our guys gaining momentum. And um, So this shows you how you can start fast. And one of the things I told the kids last week before the game, if, it, if it's going good, don't let up. And if it's going bad, stick with it, and uh, we'll get through it and, and come out the other side. So, you just never know. Sometimes it starts fast, and it sure helps. And sometimes you got to stem the tide early and, and get through it. But we do like the fast starts. We've had two in a row, so we'll try to get off to another one this week. Southwestern comes in at 2-1 and one on the season. They suffered their first loss of the season last week to Pena. Pena has defeated the Vandals in Week 1, Carlinville Week 2, and Southwestern in Week 3, so they're 3-0. and So the Vandals and the Southwestern Piasaw Birds, both 2-1 and coming into tonight for tonight's game at Piasaw. Game time 7 o'clock. We'll have it for you on 107.1 FM, WKRV. Available streaming at VandaliaRadio.com and on the Vandalia Radio app. Some other games around the South Central Conference for tonight. The 0-3 Gillespie Miners will be at 1-2 Hillsboro coming up tonight. Litchfield's coming off their first win of the season. They defeated North Mac last week. They'll be at 3-0 Greenville tonight. The Comets have allowed just one touchdown through the first three weeks of the season. Pena is 3-0. They will be at North Mac tonight to take on the 1-2 North Mac Panthers and the 1-2 Staunton Bulldogs coming off their win last week over Hillsboro. They will be at Carlinville to take on the 1-2 Cavaliers on the turf tonight. So the Vandals will be at Southwestern tonight. Gillespie is at Hillsboro, Litchfield is at Greenville, Pena is at North Mac, and Staunton will be at Carlinville. That's a look at the South Central Conference in week number four. I'm Todd Stapleton. Thanks very much, Todd. Now let's look at some other games going on around the area. 
In the other Lincoln Prairie Conference action, 1-2, and two, Nokomis will head to 1-2, and two, Saragordo. Sullivan will look to keep their perfect season intact as they host 1-2, and two, Argenta. And Arthur will try to keep pace with Sullivan as they host 2-1, and one, Sagamon Valley. Finally, in Little Illini Conference action, 2-1 and one Mount Carmel will head to 0-3 Newton. Somebody will get their first win tonight as 0-3 Marshall heads to 0-3 Olney. Casey will look to stay perfect on their season as they head to 0-3 Robinson. And in the game of the night in the Little Illini, it will be 3-0 Lawrenceville traveling to 2-1 Paris. Well, that wraps up week four of the Cromwell Media Group pregame show. For Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton, I am Eric Fry saying thanks for listening. Now, let's head to the booth as your game is just minutes away from kickoff on this Football Friday. And now, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM present. Pontius takes the snap, play action pass. He's looking to throw, loads up, and it's going to be caught. 30 yards from Estrada goes into the touchdown. He'll hand off to West North. Just back up the middle. He's got room to run, and he's in. Touchdown. Down and three. Pontius under center. Snap and it's a play action pass. Looking to go across the middle. He's wide open and it's a touchdown. Estrada, 41 yards. And that puts uh, the Hearts on top now, 13 nothing. Effingham football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to uh, Mattoon High School Gainesfield. It is week number four of high school football, and uh, tonight's contest is between the FEM Hearts and the Mattoon Green Wave. And welcome in to the broadcast position high atop of Gainesfield. We're up on top of the press box uh, tonight for an absolutely gorgeous night of high school football as both teams come into this contest one and two on the year. And it is also Mattoon's homecoming as well, so... Uh, stands are jam-packed here on the side of the Green Wave. FEM side is uh, filling up as well. They're currently introducing some uh, JFL participants in the Mattoon program, so that's kind of what you're hearing in uh, the background of there. So it's just an exciting night here at Mattoon High School as everyone's just excited for the homecoming game, and it's always better when you can win the homecoming game. And it's also the start of Apollo Conference play as well. So as tough as the Apollo Conference is this season, we just heard on that uh, preview of the matchups of everybody else besides FEM and Mattoon have a winning record. Muhammad's 2-1, and one, and the rest is 3-0. and oh. One will not be undefeated after that Mount Zion-Taylorville contest tonight, but so whoever wins this game is going to have a tough road. Whoever loses this game is going to have their third loss of the season, and so that's going to be important for the push for the playoffs going forward, having to face the rest of the Apollo Conference. And so, FEM trying to bounce back after back-to-back losses, and Mattoon trying to get on the right track here on homecoming after that loss against Highland last week. Yeah, definitely they're trying to trying to get back on track. They want to they want to come out here tonight, uh, win, definitely win on on homecoming. Everybody wants to uh, win win on homecoming, you know, on on their home field and everything. But FEM FEM trying to come in here tonight and uh, spoil that action for. For Mattoon, and like you said, yeah, this is definitely a pivotal game, first conference game for for both teams. 
Um, both these, like I said, one and two, definitely, definitely a pivotal game. Uh, you know, because the road road doesn't doesn't get any easier any easier from here, and uh, we'll definitely see what both teams those teams are made of in this, in this first conference game. And like I said, you know, it's uh, a lot better to have uh, stay with having two losses, and one and zero in the conference versus three losses and uh, only one in the conference. So, but one of these teams is gonna gonna have those have those records after the night's over and. Obviously, we hope it's happening again. And Matt Hoon hopes hopefully can win on uh, homecoming night. So we'll see what happens. And I, if I didn't mention Travis Sparks and Dominic Daters are here calling all the action here tonight in Matt Hoon on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM and streaming online at fmradio.com and on the FEM Radio app as well. And Matt Hoon is under the second-year tutelage of Coach Jared Kimbrough. Last year, they were 1-8 and eight on the season, and they lost this season in week one to Troy Triad, 56-20. to 20. And then in week two, they got their first win. It was a blowout win right here at Gainesfield, 33-6. They defeated only Richland County. And then last week, they lost 44-22. And if you're wondering, didn't we just come to Mattoon last year? Well, you would be correct, because we did. But due to Lincoln leaving the conference, the Apollo Conference, two-year home-and-away reset. So in order for it to balance out the schedule this year and also next year as well, both agreed upon that this would be a home game for Mattoon. So uh, if you're wondering, hey, back-to-back seasons going to Mattoon, and there's got to be some other back-to-back ones that we're doing. I, I, was, uh, I was wondering about that. Modern Day, Mount Zion, I think. Uh, so. Muhammad, we go up, up to Same way. Up, we were up there last yeah. year. So, I'm glad you cleared that up. So I was wondering, I was like, I thought they did, you know, back and forth. But uh, yeah. that, that makes sense. With, uh, yeah, I asked Coach Hefner about that uh, earlier this week when I caught up with him. And also, uh, after I caught up with him uh, last week, the loss to uh, Breeze Modern Day, it wasn't that uh, the way that they lost. It was in how they lost of, felt like, over the past few years, uh, FEM has set a standard and didn't really meet up to that standard of, he said, uh, they uh, scored when it cut the deficit to 22-7, to but you couldn't really tell that they scored. So uh, not a little life on the sidelines uh, there to get him back in it. And things just fell off last week, and I don't know what it was about it. FEM started off the game with holding them to three points, modern day, and then FEM threw that pick to start things out. So need to have more offensive continuity here tonight and get back to playing FEM's brand of football. And that's what Coach Hefner was working on, not just the preparations for the X's and O's for Mattoon, but just trying to work on some of his own stuff, trying to get back to the standard that FEM has set here for the program. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I know you said uh, after the game last week when you interviewed Coach, you said he was just uh, just disappointed in, in a lot of, a lot of stuff. And yeah, they, they definitely do need to uh, to get back to back to that FEM standard that, that they set and. Uh, I know they had lost to Breeze Modern Day, you know, quite a few times. They had won three out of the last five years, and they had hoped to continue that streak, but were unable to. And uh, yeah, you're right. Even when they scored, they made it 22 to seven. It didn't didn't feel like didn't feel like they scored. And uh, hopefully, whatever whatever that was last week, they they've gotten they've gotten past it, and they can uh, go uh, go uh, continue to play the FEM style of football that they're that they're used to as they get ready to play the national anthem here in Mattoon. And actually, we're going to have a moment of silence for Ken Wodell here for the Green Wave. So we'll observe that right now. So bear with us here just a second. 
about ready here for week number three of high school football. First Apollo Conference play, and they're about ready to set out on the field for the uh, band members. Uh, they're about to uh, play the national anthem, so we'll step away and allow them to uh, do so. And then we'll be back for the uh, kickoff of this one as we continue on our pregame show here at Gaines Field at Mattoon High School. And we'll be right back after the national anthem. You're listening to FEM Arts Football here on Jack FM. This is Pat Gibbon, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. Mers heating and air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. This is your home for Effingham football. 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to a game field at Mattoon High School. Mattoon has taken the field. National Anthem has concluded, so we're about ready to waiting the arrival of the FEM Hearts. I see them coming in behind us more closer to the locker room. And last year, as I mentioned, the game was right here in Mattoon, and it was a 34 nothing win for the Hearts. And a lot of familiar names for the Mattoon Green Wave, including their quarterback, Slater Schreier, but a few new names as well, and Dunstan had a touchdown late in that game to cap off the last score there for a 34 nothing win for Effingham. And uh, Mattoon really under Coach Kimbrough here this second year 
has really kind of put an emphasis on the run. They have a two-headed rushing attack, Deedon Arnold, and they're both juniors as well, and Tristan Stuhl as well. Those are the main two runners for the uh, Green Wave tonight. And also, you'll see Owen Hawkins catching passes as well as uh, Jake Butler and uh, Coach's son, Kale Kimbrough, as well. One of the three of the favorite targets for uh, the uh, Green Wave tonight for um, uh, Trayer as FEM makes their way out on the field. And I see the Green Wave student section uh, to my left. And uh, they are giving the hearts a warm reception there as well. And we'll keep you up to date with this game as well as other games going on around the area tonight in the Apollo, Mattoon, and Charleston. Charleston just across the way in Coles County. They're hosting Muhammad, and it's the battle of 3-0 teams. It is Mount Zion versus Taylorville. And Taylorville tonight, and also over in our sister station at WCRA, it's the uh, Cumberland Pirates matching up with the Villa Grove Blue Devils. Eric Fry will have all the coverage over there. So, a uh, big winner for FEM last time we were here in Mattoon, and Mattoon trying to change their fortunes here. They're already 1-0 at home this season, and Mattoon will receive uh, the uh, kickoff. I do believe uh, they won the coin toss, but either way, they're going to start off with the football tonight. So FEM will begin with the ball in the third quarter. So we'll get a good look at what this Mattoon Green Wave offense has this year as Michael Stefton will be the one kicking it off for the heart this evening. And we will find out who gets the advantage here, a battle of one and two teams here tonight between FEM and Mattoon. As I see that Gavin Klein and Kale Kimbrough, one of the three men back there to receive the kick for the Green Wave. And I believe that's Hawkins back there. As well, no, that's Arnold back there. He took up a 90-yard return last week, and we're off. Stefton boots it all the way to the five-yard line, and Arnold's going to take it, and he's going to go out of bounds. So maybe a bad decision there as he gets it, and it runs out at the 12-yard line. So Mattoon will start off at their own 12-yard line after Arnold fielded that punt. Probably should have just let it go. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He probably should have just let it go, let it go out of bounds, and he – Kind of looked like he was undecisive too there as he as he caught the ball and uh, uh, was on shaky ground and you know stepped out of bounds as bounds at twelve. That's where my two will start from here. Green wave will come out. They'll come out into the shotgun. He got two receivers out here to the left side. As Slater Trayer will lead the offense out. He'll send a man in motion. That's Kimbrough and Trayer takes the snap and he's going to hand off there to Arnold and he almost fumbled the exchange there. But not a lot going there. Actually, that was Sewell on the carry. Gain of one, but it'll be second and nine. Charlie Ring was the first guy there on the stop. Yeah, they did almost almost fumble the uh, the snap there, but uh, luckily they were Matthews able to control it and only gained uh, one yard. So it'll be second down and nine at the 13-yard line. Trayer will come out in the shotgun once again. He'll take the snap. We're going to throw to his right. Pass is complete. And trying to rip the ball away. It's loose. And FEM got it. FEM rips it out. And Busher is the one who falls on it. They completed the pass out there to Owen Hawkins. And FEM just ripped it away. I couldn't tell who was the guy to get his hands on it. But it was uh, the Hearts taking over now off the turnover. And they're going to have it at, their own, or at the Mattoon 25. That was a nice job there by the FEM defense to strip that ball away. I'm not sure he stripped it away either, but 
Either way, it's FEM ball to Matt Team 25. And so Gillum will take the snap under center eye formation, two out to the right. He'll turn an hand off to a dunce, and he's looking for room up the middle. He's got a nice surge up there, and he gets it to about the 20-yard line before he's brought down, and it'll be second and a five. Nice little carry up the middle there for uh, Weldon, Weldon Dustin to tip, tip away the uh, short second and five here for uh, prepping in with ball on the 19-20-yard uh, line to see if they can take advantage of the uh, the, the, uh, the strip there and uh, put some points on the board. And so Gillum would be in the high formation. Two receivers split out. Here comes a man in motion. That's Belcher. Gillum it takes the snap. He'll turn off and hand off to a Dunstan. He hop steps and looking for room up the middle, and he's going to be just shy of the uh, third down or the first down marker, and it'll be third and short after a short yard gain. Josh, take a two-room on the stop. Leave third down and about two. And so it'll be a third and a one ball on the Mattoona 16-yard line. FEM trying to take advantage of the fumble. As Gillum will go under center again, I formation. Dunstan in the backfield. Gillum's just going to go straight ahead, and he keeps pushing forward. He's got the first down and some. They may have actually gained about three yards there, and so that'll be a first down for the Hearts. And the ball will be at the 13-yard line. Nice job there by, by Gillum and the uh... Nice, uh, nice push there by the rest of the team to give him that first down. And a couple extra, couple extra yards there on that play. FEM's first, uh, first down of the game. Nine of forty to go, and counting in the first quarter, just underway here at Gaines Field. Gilman will take the snap under center again. Takes the snap. He'll turn on a handoff to Dunstan again, trying to look for him on the outside. He's got the corner, and he's going to go. Did he get the end zone? No signal yet, and he's going to be pushed out at the one. So a gain of about 12, and it'll be first and goal at the one. I thought Dunstan was going to break that one by the nice 12-yard gain, though. I. I thought he was going to break that with good fight. Got that corner there, a nice job by Couldn't. the Matthew defender there to throw him out of bounds before he could. So. Couldn't quite get uh, one extra yard, and so I think it will be first and goal at the one, basically the inch line. Gillum will go up in the center, push forward. He's in. Touchdown, Effingham. So look at my chicken pulling my pork. Touchdown for the Hearts. They lead six to nothing. Nice job there, Gage Gillum, just to run it, run it right up the middle for the uh, easy six touchdown. You know uh, that was uh, brought on by the play before by Dunstan on that twelve yard gain. As Stephen comes on for the extra point, kicks up eight. Donaldson with the hold, and it's good. So Stephen boots it up through the uprights. Nine twenty-seven to go in the first quarter. It's seven nothing Hearts. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Weston Company, certified public accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Stefan will boot it away for the Hearts. A nice deep kick, and it's going to be fielded by Arnold at the five-yard line. He's at the 20. He's got a block. He's at the 30. 35, stiff arm of the man. Stiff arm's another. He's past the 40, up to the 45, and he's finally brought down close to midfield. So a nice return there for Arnold. And that's going to put up Mattoon close to midfield on the nice return. That was that was a nice return. He threw a couple stiff arms in there. It looks like he's a, he's a, he's a big boy, tough to tough to take down. Uh, just tall and tall and long, and uh, that's why Mattoon starts at the, the 49 yard line there with a nice nice return. So a trailer will be in the pistol look. He'll take the snap almost at midfield. He's looking to the near side. His pass is behind his intended receiver, incomplete. And that was Hawkins, the intended receiver. So it'll be second down and a 10. 9-15 just underway here in the opening quarter of Apollo Conference play. But Mattoon turned it over on their first possession, but they had a nice return to set up this one. Second and 10. Ball at their own 49. Trayer takes a snap hill handoff to Arnold, and he's going to be met right there by the defenders. He put it on the ground again, but did it come out late? The ball was on the ground. They're going to say that he was down before there was a fumble, but either way, it'll be no gain, and it'll be third and ten. Almost fumbled it yeah, again. Yeah, that's, that's what I saw. I, I saw that ball come out, but, you know, it, luckily his, uh, his knee was down. The matching avoids another second straight to turnover, so we'll see if they can do here on third and ten. So, Sewell, that was actually Sewell with the carry, and a trader's going to take this snap. He's going to roll out to his right side. He's going to play, and he fires downfield. It's going to be caught complete on the far sideline. He's up past the 30-yard line. He's finally tackled out of bounds. And that was Jacob Butler with the reception. And so, 24-yard game there. Ball will be placed at the 37-yard line. After a big connection from Butler. That was a big connection, and uh, Butler was wide open there on on the sideline, and that game was only within five yards of him. Trayer into the pistol. He'll take the snap on first and ten, and he'll hand off to a Sewell. He spins around, and he's met right by Mindendorf, and he's the one who brings him down. It'll be a short little game there, and so that'll bring up second and about six for the Greenway after that big pass play. Actually, we just see a three-yard game there. They say, "Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Matt Tune Matt Tune needed there after the opening drive fumble, and they almost fumbled fumbled away again. Uh, but uh, that, that's what they needed to get the get their offense going. Let's see if FEM can hold them here. Second and a seven, a ball at the FEM twenty-four. Trayer will take the snap in as a pistol. Takes it. He'll hand off to a Sewell trying to break it, and he's not going to get there. And Ring throws him down. Body slam there by Charlie Ring. And that's going to be a loss back to the original line. And that's a loss of three there. That was a suplex by Charlie Ring right there. I think he, I think he got him a few feet off the ground. And he did. Like, there is a flag on the play, and I wonder if this is unnecessary roughness or something. That's what I would guess. The officials are discussing it with the crew. Uh, Coach Hefner is trying to plead his case. And actually, they're going to call a face mask on FEM. So after the 
suplex by Charlie Ring and brings down Sewell. There's going to be a face mask on the heart. And uh, so that'll bring up second down, and this will be bringing it a little closer. So it'll be a second and about, they're going to say one on the scoreboard. Only a five-yard penalty there, but a penalty nonetheless for Effingham. So let's see if they can stop him here on the second and one. Trayer will take it in the pistol again. He's looking to throw here to the left side. He's got his man, and it's going to be overthrown. Trying to find Hawkins in the corner of the end zone. It's going to be incomplete. Had a step. It overthrew him a little bit there. Yeah, no, he did. He did have a step on the uh, the FBN defender. Yeah, he did. He did over overthrow it. Uh, but, no, he had him. Uh, that would have been a perfect throw. He would have been a touchdown for my team for sure. 7.29 to go here in the opening quarter. Third and one for the Green Wave. Trying to respond after the FEM touchdown. Hearts lead 7-0. Trayer, the snap on third and one. He's going to go straight ahead on the QB draw. And he got just enough. Maybe a one- or two-yard game there. Either way, that's going to be good enough for a first down. So... Mattoon picks it up on the straight draw. Therefore, Treyer, it'll be a first and a goal. Or not first and goal. They got a couple more plays before they can do that. Still first down and from the 15-yard line. Yeah, definitely a few more plays before uh, the first and goal there. But uh, Mattoon just uh, moving right along, chip, chipping away there. And uh, let's see if FGM defense, defense can show up here and uh, stop him. Eighth play of the drive for the Green Wave. They'll send a man in motion. That's Kimbrough, and there's going to be a penalty flag before the ball can be snapped. And uh, this might be some illegal motion, and that's exactly what it is. It's going to be a false start technically on the Green Wave, so that'll back them up five yards, and it'll be back to the 21. It'll be first and 15. Definitely not what you want if you're you're my team, but... uh... The game goes on, and uh, that's a five-yard penalty for my team. Each team each has one penalty, both for five yards. And so Trayer will be into the pistol again. Two receivers split out, and he's going to hand off. Nope, he's going to fake it, and a play action. Going for the corner of the end zone again. Floats it in there. Did he come down with it? Oh, no, incomplete. It was caught out of bounds by Hawkins again. Tried to tiptoe the sidelines, get his feet down, but just couldn't do it. Ran out of real estate there, and it'll bring up second and 15 after all that. They, they definitely like those uh, those fade passes to the corner of the end zone so far here tonight. That was the second one. They attempted this one. He, like you said, he caught, but was uh, was was uh, out of bounds. So uh, another second and 15. Matt Tune will give it, give it another try here. Second and 15. It's not like it's not there for the corner passes, and there's a little bit of miscommunication by the Green Wave. So they'll take a timeout, and that's the first one of the quarter for them. So we'll step away for 30 seconds as well. It's hard seven, Mattoon nothing, but the Green Wave are driving. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football on Jack FN. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. 
This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Mattoon High School. As it'll be a second and 15, Trier will take the snap, and he's going to roll out here to the left side. He stops, and he flings it downfield. It's going to be just short of the intended target, Butler. And that's going to bring up third and 15. Looking to set his feet. Is either Mendendorf? Someone on the defensive line was right in his face. Caused that incompletion. Third and long for the Green Wave. Yeah, I'm not, not sure who that was, but yeah, definitely the pass was the, sort of the intended target. Pistol look, two receivers split out on each side of the line. Trayer will take the snap. He's looking to throw. Throws across the middle, incomplete again. Just out of the intended arms there. And uh, that was Luke Branson, the intended target, but incomplete. So that'll bring up fourth and 15, ball to 21. And the Traeger's going to come all the way to the sideline and get the play from Coach Kimbrough, so that means they're going to go for it. Yeah, you might as well uh, might as well go for it here on 4th and 15, ball on the ball on the 21-yard line. and uh, you know why, why not? Nothing to lose. Traeger will go in the shotgun on 4th and 15. Three receivers split out. Traeger will pass on the play action. They're trying to set up a screen, and it's just going to go incomplete. As couldn't get it to Arnold, so that'll be all the well. It's about a double-digit drive, and after all that, it's going to be a turnover on downs. And Effingham will take over, already leading seven nothing with six eleven to go in the first quarter. Yeah, the matching drive kind of stalled there after that the big twenty-four yard uh, pass play from uh, Trayer Trayer to Butler there on the sideline, and uh, Effingham starts their, uh, their second series of the game. And Gillum will go up under center. He'll take the snap, turn and hand off to uh, Dunstan, trying to find room on that right side. He cuts it back up towards the middle and gets it close to the 25-yard line before he's brought down. So a gain of about four yards there. He'll bring up second and six. Nice little carry there by Dunstan up up the middle. Uh, you know, no 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 really big big splash plays except for about that that 12-yard uh, 12-yard carry there for Dunstan to get him down to the one before they scored a touchdown, but. Uh, Chipping away here, nonetheless. Gillum will go back under center. He'll send a man in motion. That's Belcher. Gillum will take the snap. He's looking to pass, and he throws towards the sideline. Complete to Belcher at about the 30-yard line is where his forward progress is going to be stopped. So it'll be right at the six, and they're going to say a first down. So gain of about seven yards on the pass play to Belcher, and it's a first. We're give him a gain of eight, eight on that, but uh, nonetheless, uh, another first down for uh, Effingham. And notice uh, that Mattoon, they play a lot of guys both ways, so if Effingham can go on their own long drive, they can really tire the guys out. For Gil- sure. Gillum takes the snap, turns the hands off to a Dunstan left side, snake, uh, shakes off one tackler, powers his way up past the 35, and he's finally brought down, but a decent gain there by a Dunstan. And then I'll bring up second and about six, or second and four, with a gain of six. You'll get, you'll get it right. Yeah, I'll get it right. Under five to go here in the opening quarter. Hearts with the lead, taking over on the turnover on downs. 
Trying to add to their lead. Gillum will come out in the I formation under center. Receiver split out on each side of the line. Gillum will take the snap. He will turn and he'll fake it and he'll roll to his left side. He throws it out there close to the sideline. It's going to go incomplete. Tended for a lot. Right now that was Belcher. And so that'll be third and a four for the Hearts on the incompletion. Just couldn't hook up that time. No, no, they couldn't. You had him there on on the sidelines, and uh, or was it Lots or Belcher just it's couldn't? Belcher. Belcher just couldn't uh, hold on to it and bring it bring it down. So, uh, nonetheless, it's uh, third and four here from the thirty uh, thirty seven. Hearts still have a couple chances here to get this uh, first down, keep this drive going. Let's see if they can do that. Shotgun formation. Gillum with Dunstan just to his left. Gillum takes a snap, and he's going to throw short. It's going to be past to Reed, and it's going to be complete, and he's up in it at the 50-yard line. That's way past the first down marker, and so that'll be a nice pitch and catch there to Reed. And that's a about a 13-yard gain there on that pass play. Yeah, it was a 13-yard 13 13-yard 13 gain there. Nice, uh, nice job there by by Gillum and Reed. Reed was wide open, and the word, if he wasn't upended, he could have he gone gone a lot farther. First down and ten for the Hearts at midfield. They'll turn and hand off to Dunstan. He's got a little room up the middle at first, but then a forward progress is going to bring him down. It should be a gain of about two yards. Uh, he was tackled way back here in the backfield, but they're going to give him a forward progress of about one. Actually, they gave him. Actually, they're just going to say he got back to the line of scrimmage, so yeah. no gain there on the run. So it'll be a second and a 10 upcoming at midfield for FEM. About 3.20 to go into the opening quarter. It'll be Gillum in the shotgun, Dunstan to his right. You got two receivers out here to the right. And Gillum takes the snap, and he's going to hand off to Dunstan this time. And he tries to spin off a tackler, but he just can't do it. So he got back to the line, but not much else. Green wave defense. Good containment that time. And it'll bring up third and long for Effingham. Yeah, definitely definitely good job by the uh, matching defense to uh, hold Dunstan to nothing there. Uh, nothing nothing happened in the last, last few plays. Effingham faces the... Uh, Third, third and nine here from the uh, 49-yard line. And uh, see if they can get the first down and keep this drive going here. Gillum will take the snap in the shotgun. Receiver split out on each side of the line. They'll send the read in motion. Gillum will take the snap and he fumbles the snap. He still can't grab it and he finally picks it up. He tries to do something with it, but it's going to go nowhere as he's tackled in the backfield. That is Funches who gets the tackle, but near a disaster there as Gillum lost the snap, and he couldn't pick it up until it was too late. And by that time, Mattoon came and got him all the way in the backfield. That's going to be a loss of about nine and bring up fourth and 18. Yeah, Gillum was just lucky to, to recover recover that uh, bad snap. He had trouble handling it the first time. Luckily, recovered it and wasn't able to do anything with it. But luckily, he just uh, recovered the ball and... Nothing else was done. Hawkins back to return to the steps and punish. It's just a high pop-up. Basically, it's going to take a bounce at close to the 40-yard line. It's actually going to roll a little bit backwards there. So not a very long putt that time for Stefton. 
and Matt Toon will take over after, you know, a couple of nice games that time for FBM, but it stalls out and ends up having to punt it away. Yeah, they do. Only about a 10-yard punt there for for uh, Sefton. Like you said, it was just a high pop-up and took a bounce backwards uh, in Matt Toon's favor. But, uh, yeah, a couple of nice drives for FBM. Both teams had a couple of nice drives. They both just stalled out. So let's see if it, what the FBM defense can do here. Matt Toon at their own 42-yard line. Terry will take the snap short. Little pass pass is complete, and that's going to be across midfield. And so that is Butler. And so it's a gain of 10 yards, and it'll be a first down on the first pass play of the drive for the Green Wave. Nice nice pass there by uh, by Trayer to Trayer to Butler, just uh, kind of on the side over to the middle there and gain 10 yards. And if Matthew, you keep doing that, they'll be doing all right. First and 10, a Trayer in the pistol again. Two receivers split out of the right, and he's going to hand off it to Sewell. He breaks one tackler. He's at the 40, spins. And step arms the main, and he finally brought down out of bounds. Nice run there by Sewell. He's right at the stick. So he may have gotten it. So that was a gain of about 11 or 12 yards for a back to back first down. First down, Greenway. Gain, gain of 10 on that. Another first down. Two straight first downs so far, back to back for uh, for Matt Team here. And uh, FEM's defense got to do something to stop this. And FEM territory out of the 36 yard line. A trayer. We'll take the snap, and he's going to lob it up here on the sideline, and it's going to be overthrown again, incomplete. Looking for Butler again with a fade route and incomplete. They like they like those fade routes here here tonight, yeah. and there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. They just haven't been uh, haven't 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 worked for my team. Uh, two of them been been overthrown, and one of them that was caught was. Was out of bounds. So you say that one was over overthrown as well. But uh, I mean, they're obviously they're gonna keep trying it till till it works. So second and ten here, see what happens. Ball at the uh, thirty-eight yard line. Trayer will take the snap of the shotgun, and he's gonna hand off a late to Stool, and he's just gonna have to try to push his way forward. He's not gonna get very much. Maybe he got back to the line, but that's pretty much it for a short little game there by Stool. Yeah, not not. Uh, yeah, got back to the line of scrimmage. It looks like and. Yeah, late handoff from uh, from Trayer there to Sewell, so I'm not sure if Trayer didn't know didn't know what was what was going on or what the play was or what. But uh, third and long here for Matt Tune. and almost dangerous to fumble it again. Sure. Third and ten, 34 seconds to go in the first. Trayer will scramble out. He plants it, fires downfield, and it's going to be caught at the five yard line wow. into the end zone for a touchdown. Green wave. Wow. That's Gavin Klein with the reception. And we're pulling away from a tie game. He's got behind of the defense. A deep pass play that time for the Green Wave. 20-some yard of pass completion there and a touchdown. And Quashelter will come on to attempt the point after. And Trayer will be the holder. And he gets it up, and the point after is good. So, 26.3 seconds to go in the opening quarter. We're all tied at 7 after that matching score. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football on Jack FM. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group. And guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, 
body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to a game field at Mattoon High School. 26.3 seconds to go into the opening quarter. We're all tied at a 7 after that deep 20-plus yard touchdown pass from Treyer to a Klein. And we could be in for an offensive shootout. If the first quarter in a, in a negation, for sure, yeah. If, uh, it doesn't look like the the defenses are when they're not doing too shabby so far. But yeah, it could be the offensive shootout. The Line drive, a kick for Quadfelter, and it's going to be picked up by Weaver, and he tries to get to the corner, but just can't quite do it. He's pushed out, eventually a run out, and there he may have gotten to the thirty yard line, but that's about it. There for Weaver. 20.1 seconds to go in the opening quarter. And they're going to spot him just short of the 30-yard line. And that will be placed at the 28-yard line. Where FEM will take over. Yeah, see what the FEM can do. Their last drive just kind of had some good things going, but stalled out. Gillum will turn and hand off to a Dunstan. He bounces off one guy, tries to bounce off another, and he's going to be wrapped up, just slowed up just enough. And he got about a one-yard gain that time, but not that much. And Sewell was the initial man to hit him, and that may be the last play of the first quarter, and so that'll do it for one quarter of play. So we're all tied at seven after one quarter of play. And we'll be back in one minute for the second quarter action of Mattoon and Effingham. You're listening to Hearts Football on Jack FM. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Vet Clinic. Consumers say that a positive review makes them more likely to trust a business. So here's a compelling testimonial from a real customer. Thank you, Charlie. We offer lab work, x-rays, and surgery. And our patients leave happier. Well, most of them. Jack... We're sorry you thought we were removing your tonsils, but you should feel like your old self again in no time. FDM Vet Clinic, People's Choice and Pets Choice, 408 North Keller Drive. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at the start of the second quarter here at Gaines Field. FDM will be faced with a second down and eight. Gillum will... Take the snap, he'll hand off to Dunstan. Nice, he turns the corner, and he gets up down the sidelines, and he's finally going to run out of bounds. He might be past the 50-yard line. So a nice chunk gain there by Dunstan, and that's going to be a gain of about 18 yards and a big first down on that big run by Dunstan. That was a nice nice run by, by Dunstan. Uh, 
if you wouldn't have, wouldn't have got pushed out, you might have, might have taken it all away. Yeah. But that was uh, that was a nice run by Dunson to get to the outside and gain gain some yards and see if Effingham can uh, pick you back off of this and keep the drive going. Two receivers play out here to the near side. Gillum will be into the shotgun. Dunson just to his left, and he'll take the snap. And Gillum will keep it himself. Tries to bounce out your left side. Tries to cut it back. He gets the midfield, but not much. So maybe he got back to the line of scrimmage. But that's about it. On to the, they're going to say he actually lost one. So it'll be a loss of one, second and 11. Therefore, Gillum on the QB draw. Yeah, the FPM, or excuse me, the matching defense was all over that on that the keeper there by, by Gillum, nowhere to go. Um, yeah, it gets a loss of one there. So uh, FPM will reset and uh, try to uh, try to keep, keep advancing here and, uh, We'll, uh, we'll tell you what happens. Second down and 11 ball at the midfield. Gillum will be in a shotgun again. Two receivers now split uh, on the opposite side on the right. And whistle and a penalty flag before the snap. Let's see who this is on. And it's going to be a delay of game on the heart. Lost track of time there. Yeah, they did. That's the second penalty on the hearts of the evening for uh, two penalties so far for, for 10 yards, but uh, definitely don't want to see too many of those delay games and uh, want to keep things going, so let's see what they do here. Backs the hearts up back into their own territory at the 46, second down and 16. Gillum will take the snap. He's going to flush to his right, throws on the run, and the pass is complete. They actually think complete. And Trayer there on the stop. Thought that Lotz was able to bring it in there, but it just knocked away at the last second. So it'll be a third and a 16 for Effingham. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought Lotz had caught it as well, but yeah, it was knocked away by Trayer there at the, at the last second, and Effingham faces a, another third another third and long here. They, uh, they started, you know, like so like the past drive so far in this game. They started out had some good things going. Well, they've done some that nice run on this drive and. Uh, Kind of stalled out here. Two receivers split out to the right, and it's going to be Gillum in the shotgun and whistles before the play can get going. And might have a timeout here or a penalty flag. Nope, it's a penalty, and it's going to be a hard false start. So that'll back him up and make this third down even more difficult. Five yards more. So third and a 21 for Effian. At their own 41. Our students can get out of their, their own way here with uh, going in the opposite direction. The opposite direction they're supposed to be going and uh, a couple, couple penalties here. Gillum in a shotgun. Two receivers out to the right. That's lost out to that right side. Gillum will drop back the pass. Fires it across the middle. Pass is complete, and it's going to be a first down. And uh, that's Watts who caught that. And so that would be a big 22 or 23-yard gainer there. And that's just what FEM needed on that long pass play to pick up a third and 21. Ball at the 37-yard line in Mattoon territory. Yeah, that was a nice, that was a nice pickup there from, uh, from Gillum to Lots. Lots was wide open and picked up the first down. And Gillum's going to hand off to Dunstan. He's going to try to the corner here on the near sideline. And he gets up past the 30-yard line. And he's ridden out of bounds there. That was Black back Blackbird, but not after a nice game there by Dunstan. You know, about seven, second and three. This is what this is what Effingham you know need needs to do. They were able to get the 
the, the third and yard or third and long, get the first down there. So let's keep this drive going for the Hearts. Second down, eight and three. Gillum in the shotgun. Lots here on the near side. And Gillum, he will take it himself. And he bounces out to the left side, gets a block, and he gets it across the 25-yard line before he's brought down by the Green Wave. So another first down after a gain of six on that QB option by Gillum. This keeps it. And another first down. That's a nice job there by by Gillum. He gets the first down and more. He uh, he uh, had some had some blockers there. Had some help getting that. So nice job there by the by the offensive line and others to uh, pave the way for him. Twenty four yard line, first and ten, and Gillum in the shotgun again. And Gillum's going to roll out there to the right side. He's going to keep it himself. Cuts it back up the middle. He's got room to run. He's got another block, and he's going to take it in the end zone for a touchdown. Gage Gillum, 24-yard scamper, and it's 13-7. Yeah, but there is a penalty that came out very, very late. This may be just a sideline warning, maybe. You could hope. Maybe, or celebration, maybe. But it came out very, very yeah, late, sure so I would be surprised if, yeah, if, if this was going to be something that called it back. Yeah. And we'll see what the penalty is on. And not sure what that. It is a sideline warning there. I think that was actually on that was on sportsmanlike conduct. On FEM? That's what, that's what they said. On sportsmanlike on FEM after the touchdown. So touchdown stands, 24-yard touchdown by Gillum. And it puts up the FEM 13-7. Stefton will be on to attempt the point after. And it's a normal point after. It'll be assessed on the kickoff. Up and good for Stefton. So... That was a look into my chicken, pulling my pork barbecue. FEM touchdown, 24-yarder by Gillum. And so FEM takes the lead back with 9.42 to go in the second quarter. And you're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. We'll be back in 30 seconds. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. You're listening to FEM Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. So FEM responds here in the second quarter with a 24-yard scramble touchdown for Gage Gillum. That time saw no one open, maybe even a design QB run at that point, and got into the end zone. Makes the score 14-2-7, and because of the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, FEM will have to kick off deep here as they're going to spot this at the 25-yard line is where wow. Michael Stefton is going to have to kick it off. And the three defenders, for, or Matt Toon, that's going to receive it. One's going to be back here at the 20, and the others are at the 25, basically. So the ball gets off the tee. So we'll have to re-tee it up, and Stefton's ready to get it going again. So Stefton will boot this away. The 25-yard line. So, Stefan gets it, and the kick is underway. And the ball will be fielded at the 20-yard line, and he almost dropped it, and it's going to be returned there by Arnold. He spins around trying to find a block, and he's going to carry it a couple defenders to about the 45-yard line on the return by Arnold. 
And there's a penalty. So we'll see what this flag is about. Flags are flying here tonight. They are. So, not, not just the American flag either. No, we had that before the game. Raised here on the flagpole by some military members. Yeah. So, uh, the uh, three officials will get together and uh, discuss something on the penalty. And we'll wait the official word here. And it's going to be on effing him. And it's a personal foul on both teams, so those will offset. So personal foul on FEM and Mattoon. So they'll negate themselves, so Mattoon will take over at FEM's 41-yard line. It was 9.36 to go in the opening quarter. And the were, the Green Wave were lined up, and now... Mattoon will get a sideline warning, so the next sideline next violation will be an actual penalty. So, after all that, I think we're finally ready to go after all the penalties and warnings. Let's, let's get this some, going. I say, let's play some football. Let's go. 936 let's go. remaining in the second quarter. First down and 10. Ball at the, FE, or at the Mattoon 41. Trey will send a man in motion. He'll hand it off to Sewell straight up the gut. Bounces in his way. Close to the 50-yard line before he's brought down. Trying to ping-pong his way, gets a tough yardage there, and he bangs out a seven-yard gain that time there by Sewell. Yeah, that was a nice, nice little run up the middle there by, by Sewell. Good job by the FDM defense not allowing him to, not allowing him to get the first down. Let's see if they can hold him here on the second and three. Ball at their own 48-yard line. Two receivers split out. Far on the near on the far sideline, Trayer will take the snap into the pistol, and he'll hand off to Sewell again, straight up the middle. He's got the first down and some. He's close to the forty-yard line before he's brought down. That was Donaldson in the Cobra line, one of the first people in there on the stop for FEM, but it was too late. A big uh, run by Sewell, and it's a first down. Yeah, he was uh, had wide open. Wide open up the middle there, and a 12-yard gain for, for Sewell. Another another Mattoon first down. I got that their fifth first down of, of the game so far. Trayer in the pistol, and two receivers split out on each side. He'll take the snap. He's looking to throw, throw in that corner route. Nobody's there, and he outthrows everybody incomplete. So maybe a little bit of miscommunication as Hawkins and the other receiver there was looking to go to the inside. That's Branson as well. But he threw it out to the corner route again. Yeah, they uh, definitely missed communication there because Branson and Hawkins were on the, on the inside and he was wanting to go to the outside. So uh, definitely a miscommunication. So uh, Matuno will line up and uh, do it again. Second down, and a 10, a ball at the FEM 40. 8.22 to go here in the second. Hearts lead 14-7, Trayer. Will take the snap of the shotgun again as it's going to be Sewell bounces out left side and he's going to be knocked out of bounds there by a couple of defenders. That's a five-yard gainer, so that'll bring up a third and about six is what they'll say on the scoreboard. Ball will be placed at a 36. Only a gain of about four there on the run again by Sewell. Get the FM defense and uh, 
prevent uh, Matson from getting another first down here. Again, pistol look. Trayer will take the snap. Two receivers split on each side. Trayer takes the snap, looking here to the near side, and it's going to be complete. Complete almost to the 25, and that's Hawkins. And that's going to be good enough for a first down. So that's a gain of nine for Mattoon, and here they're driving. Looking to respond. Yeah, well, like you said, Travis, this might be uh, might be an offensive shootout the way it's going. Mattoon's driving, uh, got another first down, and uh, keeping things alive. First down and 10, and Trayer will be into the pistol, send a man in motion, and it's going to be a straight-up-the-gut run by Stuhl, and he gets it to across the 25. So they only gain about two or three. They say three that time on the carry by Sewell. Coberline was the first man to bring him down for the hearts. Neither neither defense is doing doing too bad here. I think the offenses are just uh, you know slowly chipping away and getting getting uh, getting the big plays uh, when they need to. Second down eight and seven for the Green Wave. All at the FM twenty four. Trey will take the snap. He's looking to throw. Here comes the rush. He just throws it up, and it's going to be almost intercepted. And it's going to be incomplete. Two Hearts defenders down that way. Donaldson was one of them. And it was uh, Nick Martin as well was there. Either one could have came down with it. But Yeah, they, they, they could have. He just, uh, I don't think that ball was tipped. He just kind of threw it up and looked like a, Kind of a wounded duck flying through the air there, but uh, and it was the situation like a rebound. It was the same team. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right for sure. For sure. That'll be a third and a seven at the FEM twenty-four. Got two receivers split on each side for Trayer. He's looking to throw onto the far sideline of that corner route. Throws it up, and it's going to be incomplete. Martin there with the deflection, looking for Hawkins. So it was a good pass deflection there for Nick Martin, not allowing the catch there, and so it'll bring up fourth down. That was a nice deflection there by Martin, but I have to say that was the best uh, fade fade round corner route that my team's thrown so far yeah. so far tonight. I mean that was a looked like a perfect spiral, and I you know I thought Mattoon would have got the yeah the jump ball. I thought they would have got the touchdown there. Fourth and seven, Mattoon going to go for it at the twenty four. And a trailer looking to throw over that way again. It's going to be short, and it's going to be incomplete. It's been short of the sixth anyway, so after all that, it'll just be a turnover on downs after an eight-play drive. And the eight about less than eh, almost three minutes off the clock there. And that game will take over at their own 24-yard line. So, again, a few first downs there for the green wave, but – it stalls out. Stalls out. FEM has, uh, has the ball again, and let's see if they can get a drive drive going. Up around and put some more points on the board. Killam under center and eye formation. Killam will take the snap, and it's going to be a play action, and he's going to get stopped and juked by one defender, and he can't get by the second defender as he's going to go down with a sack. And Kimbrough there on the sack. And uh, there's going to be a, a timeout, actually a penalty. And it's going to be a face mask on the green wave, it looks like, is the initial call. And they're going to say it was 
a first down as well. Feels like a 10-yard automatic first down. So, thought that play was going to get blown up there with Mattoon already in the backfield and Gillum was trying to scramble out. The 10-yard penalty, the initial signal was a face mask. And so, either way, it'll be first down and 10, ball at the 34 on the 10-yard penalty that time. Gillum will be in the shotgun. Two receivers here on the near side. He'll send Belcher in motion, and he's going to hand off to a Belcher on the jet sweep, and he's going to turn the corner, gets it over across the 40-yard line, and he's bounced out of bounds. So that'll be about a game of six on the play. So second and four on the jet sweep by Belcher. Uh, so let's try there on the jet sweep by my belter. Try to try to get to you, get to the outside and go down the sideline, but was unable to do that. But still picked up some nice yardage there. And it'll be eye formation again. Gillum will go under center. He'll turn and hand off to a Dunstan, trying to bounce off a couple of tacklers, and he drives people all the way to the first down markers. And I think he got it. He's at the forty-five is where they're going to mark him down. So yes, move the chains. Uh, first down for the heart. They're after a penalty and a couple runs. First and 10 to 4 FEM at the their own 45. 6.20 to go here in the second quarter. FEM leads 14-7. Gillum will be in the shotgun. Send Belcher in motion again. This time they'll fake it to him. And Gillum loads up. He's wide open. He catches it at the 30. And he's going to get into the end zone. No, he's going to get caught. He's going to get caught. That was... Holden Webb on the big reception. He caught it at the 30, and he ran all the way down to the 5 before he was finally caught. He was finally caught there by Klein. 40-yard pass play there. So a big connection, and they just lost Webb in the in the coverage there. And it'll be first and goal at the 5 for Effingham. Gillum takes the snap, turns hands off to Dunstan, and he gets into the end zone. Touchdown! Five-yard run for Dunstan, and it is a lick of my chicken, pulling my pork barbecue. FEM touchdown puts them on top, twenty to seven, on the five-yard run by Dunstan. They just Gillum just handed it off to Dunstan. He just ran straight up the middle for the touchdown there. Dunstan on the hold, stepped in on to kick it up, and it is good. 5.50 to go here in the second quarter. FEM after that big pass fade of Colton Webb. That sets up a five-yard touchdown by Dunstan. And uh, we'll be back in uh, 30 seconds. FEM leading 21-2-7. Listening FEM Hearts football on a Jack FM. Weston Company, certified public accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
After a big 50-yard pass play from Gillum to Webb, it sets up the five-yard touchdown run by a Dutton and Effie, and we 21 to 7, and this kickoff will go out of bounds. So, penalty marker will fly, and FEM will, or Mattoon will take over in good field position after the kickoff goes out of bounds there. Yeah, they will, uh, they'll have a good field position after the, uh, the kickoff goes out of bounds, and we'll see if, uh, see if FEM's defense can keep, uh, keep holding on bounds. Keep uh, holding, holding Mattoon to uh, seven points here. That's the only twenty-one to seven. And Mattoon can see if they uh, they've had some good drives really so far this game, Travis. But they just keep they just keep stalling out. They just get to a certain point and just stall out. And the trailer will go up in their center this time. Haven't seen this very much often for a Mattoon. Trailer will take the snap, and it's going to be a quick handoff to the fullback straight up the gut. Gets it close to the forty-yard line before he's brought down by a host. A tackler is going to say it was Stool on the carry, and that's still going to be a gain of about five. Yeah, we haven't seen uh, Trayer line up, line up uh, behind the center. He's mainly been lined up uh, shotgun most of the night, so uh, a little different approach there by uh, by Mattoon. A nice little five-yard gain for Sewell. The second down, eight and a five, all at the 40. Their own 40 for the Green Wave. Trayer's still up under center. He'll turn, and it's going to be a bad uh, exchange, and it's going to be picked up there by Sewell, and Effian's going to bring him down deep in the backfield. Cobra line's one of the first guys there, so is Charlie Ring. And a just a turn and bad handoff there, and Mattoon puts it on the turf again. Yeah, loss is about uh, eight yards there. Yeah, Mattoon does put it on the turf. Luckily, they were able, able to recover it and uh, didn't. Didn't give the ball away as they've already had the, a couple. That'd be their third, third botch, you know, botch snap or whatever. However botch you want to call it, botch handoff. However you want to call it the, of the night. So it'll be a big loss all the way back to the 37-yard line, and they'll go back in the shotgun on third and 13. Trey will take the snap. He's going to throw near sideline. High pass is going to be knocked away. Incomplete. A little too high. And Hawkins was the intended receiver, but we do have a penalty marker back here. And it is going to be roughing the passer. Roughing the passer on Effingham. So, that'll be a big penalty there on Effingham. And that's going to be an automatic first down. It should be. And so, 15-yard penalty. On FEM had to stop passing just too high, but then roughing the passer on FEM. Yeah, that's uh, four FEM's fourth penalty for for thirty yards, and yeah, those roughing. Yeah, we thought FEM had to stop until that roughing roughing the passer call and puts it out of their own. Matthew gets new life. Forty-eight yard line near midfield for Trayer in the shotgun again. He'll take the snap and he'll hand off to Sewell. He's got room to run on the left side and tries to get to the sticks and finally pushed out there by the hearts. And that was Weaver, who was one of the men to get him out of bounds. And it's going to be just shy of that first down marker. So it'll be second down and one. Gain of nine at that time by Sewell. That was a nice little run there by Sewell. He had a hole, hole open uh, on, the, uh, on the left side there, so he took advantage of it when Quite able to get the first down, but let's, uh, let's see if the FEM defense can uh, 
can hold them here if my team gets first down. Second down, and one, a ball in FEM territory at the 43. Trayer will send a man in motion. Branson goes in motion. He'll turn and hand off to Sewell again. Tries to bust it off the corner, and Weaver's there to run him out of bounds again. But that should be good enough for a first down. Only needed a few and gets a few. So that'll be a first down on another run by Sewell. Sewell, that was his 10th uh, carry so far so far of the game. I'm not sure how many yards he has quite yet, but he's uh, got several. Well, he checks out. As, you know, A lot of guys from Mattoon play both ways. Arnold will check in for him. And... Trayer will take the snap and the handoff to Arnold. This time, nope, it's going to be a play-action pass. We roll it to the right side. A fire, and it's going to be off the hands of Matt Turner. It's going to be intercepted by Effingham. Turns it up at the 30-yard line, and he's brought down to the 35. That's Donaldson on the interception. Just off the hands of the of Branson, and it's going to be an INT for Effingham, and they'll take over. As Donaldson picked it off there. And FEM will take over at the 35 on the INT. Yeah, pass was just a, maybe just a touch, a touch too high there for, for Branson as it went off his hands with Donaldson. Donaldson was right there to uh, get it and take it back for uh, FEM. So FEM will take over at the 35-yard line, and Gillum keeps it himself. He turns it at the 45 before he's ran out of bounds close to midfield. So Gillum with the keeper, and they'll knock him out of bounds, but it'll be a first down, and there's a whistle for something. As the change is in move, is there another penalty? There is a penalty flag. So it's going to be, going to be holding. It is. So FEM wipe out the long gainer. So... After the interception by Donaldson, a nice run by Gillum, but it's wiped off, holding on Effingham. So that'll back the hearts up a little bit. That's uh, Effingham's uh, fifth, fifth penalty for uh, 40 yards so far tonight. So basically it'll just go back to the line, so basically like that play didn't happen. First down and a 10 at the 35. Gillen will take the snap from the shotgun. He's like the throw. Throws across the middle. Double coverage. And ping pongs off a couple of Hearts players and Mattoon players. But after all that, it'll be incomplete. Second and 10. Yeah, that was uh, that one could have been uh, could dangerous. Have been, yeah, very dangerous. Could have been intercepted there by Mattoon. Luckily, luckily it wasn't. And Effingham uh, lives to uh, see another down here in second and 10. Second and 10 at the 35, 3.49 to go in the second quarter. Hearts do have the lead, 21-7, taking over after that pick. Gillum will take the snap. He's looking to pass and looking for the short man, but he goes deep and it's high, incomplete. Mattoon almost skied there for the interception. Trayer tried his best for the INT, but that'll bring up third down now on the incompletion. Yeah, not much going here. Going right here for for Effingham after after the interception. They're hoping to capitalize on that, but then had the holding penalty in the last uh, couple of plays haven't haven't gone their way. So they need uh, something big to happen here to keep this drive alive. Yeah, so it'll be a third and a ten. Ball their own thirty-five yard line. Student section gets into it down there for the Green Wave. 
And Gillum will take the snap. He'll roll out of the pocket on the right side. And he fires. It's going to be almost intercepted. And they're going to say it is interception. A sliding interception by Trayer. I wasn't sure if he slid and caught it, but an interception there by the quarterback. So one quarterback intercepts the other. And Trayer picks that one off. And Mattoon will take over. And they'll have it in FEM territory. Yeah, I didn't... uh... I thought I thought there for at first that Gillum was just throwing it right to the the Mateen defender, but uh, Terry must have slid and slid and caught it, and now it's uh, Mateen's ball, and we'll see here what they can do on this drive with down twenty one to seven with three thirty seven left to go here in the half. Forty two yard line already in FEM territory. Trayer will take the snap, and he's looking over there on the far sideline. Pass is complete to a Kimbrough, and he's gonna be a fun and close to about the 35-yard line, so that's a game of about seven. So we second and a three on the pitch and catch by Trier to Kimbrough. Ball at the 35-yard line. Trier will have the two receivers split out on each side. Trier takes the snap. There's a short pass complete to Branson. FEM defender slips, and he's got room to run. He's at the 20-yard line. He's at the 10-yard line, and FEM finally rides him out of bounds. Big toss play there to Branson before Coberline finally knocks him out of bounds. Just shy of the 5-yard line. He'll be spotted at the 6. So a big 30-plus-yard pass play there that time before Matt Toon sets up the green wave on the doorstep. Uh, tw- yeah, 29-yard. 29-yard pass play there between Trayer, Trayer, and Branson. And so it'll be set, our first and goal at the six. And Trayer will go up under center. This has been an adventure tonight. Trayer takes the snap, handoff to Arnold, straight up the gut, and tries to get what he can. He's going to be just shy of the goal line. And so that'll be a gain of about five. So it'll be second and goal at the one. 2.35 to go. Here in the second quarter, Mattoon trying to get one score closer. Trying to make it a one-score game here. Second goal at the one. Trayer will go up under center. Yeah, Arnold, Seawall, Arsul in there. Kimbrough's also in it, fullback. Trayer turns hands off to Arnold, left side, and he dives for the end zone. He's in. Touchdown for Arnold. That time. One-yard touchdown run by Arnold. And that cuts the lead at 21-13. And we could be a, it's an eight-point game right now. After that big pass play by Trayer to Branson. Sets Mattoon up there. And kick is up by Quadfelter. And it's going to be up and good. So it's 21-14. 2 remaining in the second quarter, and we'll be back in a 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student Checking Account is sure to make your life a little easier. 
Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Both are on into a kickoff for the uh, Green Wave. And they cut into the lead. One score game now, 21 to 14. A low line drive kick by Claude Felter. And it's going to be fielded, takes it on a night pop there. And that is Weaver getting a couple of blockers, hops over his blocker, and he finally gets out of bounds. And about at the 35 before he was finally knocked out there on the return by Weaver. And it'll be at the 35 is where they're going to spot him out there, actually. We have a score at halftime of Cumberland and Villa Grove. Cumberland leading 12-7 to at the half. We get more scores from around the area here at halftime. But 2.09 to go before that happens. And Gillum will hand off to a Dunstan. Flips off a couple of tacklers. He's into the secondary. He's at the 50. He's trying to juke out one guy. He tries to get by him. He gets down at the 30-yard line. Big run there. Almost towards the opposite end of the field. And Kapitowski there on to the tackle for Matt Toon. And it'll be a first down and 10. A ball all the way down in Matt Toon territory at the 30. For the hearts and that big run by Dunstan. Like that was a 45-yard 45-yard run there by, by Dunstan. And again, we'll turn and hand off to Dunstan again, this time on the right side. Cuts it back up the middle. He's at the 25-yard line, and he is finally going to be brought down there. As maybe got it to about the 20. Gained about six. So there was a timeout by Effingham. So that's the first of the half. So we'll take a timeout as well as Effingham. They got some cooking right here before half, so we'll be back in 30. You're listening to Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. This is your home for Effingham Football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to a game field here at Mattoon High School. Uh, it's going to be second down and a three ball in Mattoon territory at the 23-yard line of 4 FEM. They're trying to add on the lead here right before the locker room. And Gillen will take the snap and he'll hand off to Dunstan right side. Turns the corner. He's got the first down and some. And he's across the 15-yard line before he's almost pushed out of bounds. And it's not the first down by FEM. It'll be at the 15-yard line. That's the level spot at. Nice, uh, nice run there by, by Dunstan to get the, uh, the first down and keep keep the drive going. First down and a 10 ball at the 15-yard line. Gillum will take the snap on the shotgun. Gillum takes it, and it will keep it. And he tries to elude one defender, and he'll finally get brought down. Ball comes out late. He may have been down. Or Gillum may have just have fallen back on top of it. And I think FEM is going to take another timeout here. Timeout. 
it is a half game timeout. So that's the second of the half of the minute, 23 to go here in the half. So we'll just keep it right here. We just took a break, so we'll keep it here. Of the minute, 23 left to go. Ball at the Mattoon, a 15-yard line. FEM driving after that long run by Dunstan. And now all of a sudden, FEM was looking to get some points here, and they'll get the ball first to start off the third quarter. That's also important to note. Yes, that is very, very important to note. And uh, FEM can put the definitely have all the momentum, you know, if they can score a touchdown here and increase the lead and uh, get the ball start the start the third quarter. Right? Definitely. All the momentum in their favor right right now, but uh, if they can they can do both those things uh, or touchdown here anyway it would uh, definitely definitely uh, up the momentum tremendously. So to be second down and a six ball at the eleven and uh, Gilman will be in a shotgun. He'll send Reed in motion and Gilman will take the snap. He's looking to throw on the run into the end zone. Touchdown, Hart. That's Belcher with the sliding reception. 11-yard, a touchdown pass from Gillum to a Belcher, and that's another licking my chicken, pulling my pork barbecue, FEM touchdown. I put them up 27-14. to 14. Extra point coming on here for Stefton. Throwing on the run that time, and a sliding catch by Belcher. And the kick is up, and it's good. So off the timeout, whatever they said, over there on, there on the sidelines, it worked. This is an 11-yard touchdown, a 28-14, a minute 18 to go here before the half. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. So, Mattoon gets a touchdown, and then Effingham responds with a touchdown of their own. They're up 28-14 with a minute 18 to go before the half. Stefan will kick it off, and it's going to be a, a kickoff, and it's going to bounce. It's going to stay in bounds. That was very close. As at the very last second, I think Mattoon finally had to fall on it because Effiem was coming to recover that. But it was just kind of in that awkward area. Do I let it go, or do I pick it up? And finally, Mattoon just had to take it. Otherwise, Effiem was going to recover it there. Yeah, they were. No, that was definitely an awkward spot right there by by sideline, and uh, Mattine just uh, did the right thing and, and jumped on it. They have a minute eighteen here left to go before the second half or before the half's over, and uh, see if they can get something going. Greenway do have two timeouts remaining. Trayer will take the snap in the shotgun near sideline, and it's going to be complete at the forty. And that's Hawkins, and he's going to get pushed out by a couple of defenders. But actually, they're going to say. Uh, they play on. So it'll go up under a minute before they get the snap as they didn't quite get out of bounds. And I don't think Mattoon realizes it. 
No, they don't. So they hurry up to get to the line. Second down, eight and six. Clock ticking. 49 seconds to go. And a trailer takes the snap, and it's going to be pass complete on the slant, and he's going to go inside the 40-yard line before he's finally brought down. That's Butler. And that's going to be in FEM territory. First down, Green Wave. And quickly up to the line, Trayer will take the snap, and he's going to throw to the near side. High pass, incomplete. Almost going for a sliding interception there for Busher, but just incomplete. So 37.1 seconds to go. Mattoon looking to score quickly here, and they have it after a complete pass. Second down and 10. Ball at the FEM 38. Yeah, my team looked at the score right here before before half to maybe, maybe take some of that momentum back from from Effingham here and uh, 37.1 seconds left to do it. And so Trayer will be in the shotgun once again. Trayer takes the snap. He's looking to pass. Throws it across the middle. Pass is complete. And it's going to be complete at the 20-yard line. That's Branson on the reception. Gain of 21. Mattoon moving it here. Clock will stop momentarily before the ball. Now it'll run. We're under 30 to go. And Trayer will take the snap. He's looking to throw. Flushed out of the pocket. Pass is complete short. And it's going to be a one-by-one guy. Turns the corner. He's up to the 50 or the five-yard line before he's pushed out. And Kimbrough there was with the reception. And the FN player is shaking up. That's Martin, but he immediately gets right back up. He's hobbling, though, a little bit. And there's also a penalty marker as well. And the initial signal is going to be on Matt Toon. So, a blindside block on Matt Toon. Wow. So, another big pass completion to a Branson. But this time it was going to be inside of the five, but it's going to get be a 15-yard penalty from the spot. So, it'll back him up to the 20-yard line. With 18.7 seconds to go. It's a big pass there. Yeah, but it's still it'll stop the clock. Eh? And sure. still do have two timeouts to play with if they want to use them. Sure. 20-yard line. Mattoon knocking on the door. Trayer takes the snap of the shotgun. He's looking to throw. Steps up in the pocket. And it's going to be complete there to Kimbrough at the five-yard line before he's spun down. 11.7 seconds. And Coach Kimbrough calls the timeout. 11.7 seconds to go here as Mattoon has marched all the way down the field. It started at the 35, and they got it first and goal at the 5. So a nice drive been working on here for the Green Wave, looking to respond. And I just felt it in the first quarter when it was tied at 7. It's going to be a shootout. And sure enough, both offenses have shown up here in the second quarter and just Making this a track meet. Yeah, that they are. That they are. Yeah, the, your feeling was correct, Travis. Because if uh, you know if my team can, uh, can get the ball, get the ball in here, you know we'll have uh, forty-nine points here on the board between both teams in the in the first half, and uh, that's def- definitely definitely a shootout. So first and only, you know, we have a whole other whole other half here to play. But let's see if. Uh, Going to go down to the wire. Might seem to score. Yeah, it definitely will go down to the wire for sure. Might be one of those things where the team has the ball last. First and goal at the five, 11.7 seconds to go. Mattoon does still have one timeout. 
Trey under center. He'll turn, and it's going to be a fake. He's going to roll out, and he's going to go look to the pylon. He's going to slide just short at the one-yard line. He also takes a hard hit there as well, and they're going to have to take a timeout. 3.9 seconds remaining. And Trayer slid just shy there and took a big hit. And he's going to walk to the sideline very gingerly here, and they're going to make sure he's all right. But it'll be placed at the one-yard line just short. Thought about maybe extending that ball to get to the plane, but it was just short and couldn't do it, really. He was going the opposite way on the slide. Yeah, he was. He did more of a more of a baseball slide, and the uh, FN defender kind of come in and, and tackled him and kind of got him in the neck neck head area and pushed his helmet back. Uh, but looks like looks like he's yep, he's all right in there. And, uh, that was Mattoon's last time out, so could be the last play of the half. Three point nine left. Fans. Second and goal of the one. Crowd getting into it here at homecoming. For Mattoon as the wind picks up as well. Trayer is going to try to push forward to the QB sneak. And the signal touchdown. Greenway. Point two seconds left on the clock. A one-yard QB sneak there for Trayer. And it's an eight-point game. And so it'll be 28-20. to 20, Point two left. Quadfelder will attempt the kickoff, and you can hear the wind up here on the press box. High snap, Quadfelder kicks it up through the uprights, and it's good. 0.2 seconds left. Now 28-20. After that one-yard run there by Trayer on the QE sneak. And with 0.2 seconds left, we're almost at halftime, so... We'll just stay right here. Again, like I said, the wind really starting to pick up here at the top of the press box. So we'll wait to see if that could be anything. As papers just flying all over the place here. If you don't have it nailed down, you better watch out. I don't know if that's hard or not, but I don't know. It's somebody's. But you're right. If you don't have it nailed down, taped down, something bolted uh, down, yeah. it's flying. So. <laughs> Uh, 0.2 seconds to go here before the half. We'll get short from uh, around the area as well. And we'll see what Matt Toon will do here with 0.2 seconds left here on the kickoff. FEM will receive the kickoff to start off the second half. So Matt Toon chose to receive. And Klotfelter will kick it off before the green wave, and they'll just squib kick it. And kick it short, FEM just going to have to take it there, and that'll do it for the half. And so that's going to do it for the first half. Offense up plenty there in the second quarter. Logan Kessler fell down on that a squid kick. And at the half, it's 28-21 here in Mattoon. Here at homecoming for the Green Wave. They'll have some... Homecoming ceremonies with the homecoming court and homecoming king and queen will be crowned as well. So we'll uh, allow them to do that. So in a little extended halftime show for you. Coming up here at halftime, we'll get you scores from around the area. We'll get stats from the first half as well. As we will get all that to you in the halftime show. So uh, we'll be back in a few moments 
You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM with FEM leading 28 to 20 at the half. We'll be back in a few moments. Mers Heating and Air Conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of Mers Heating and Air Conditioning. Your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student Checking Account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. The doctor-patient relationship. More essential than words can say. But what if the patient can't put it into words? This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Nothing can take the place of your pet's relationship with their veterinarian. No website or app can examine their eyes, touch, listen, or detect problems early. That's why 9 out of 10 pets say they want that personal relationship with their vet. So before you Google your poodle, call us first with your pet questions. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. 
that's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Now, time for the Effingham Football Halftime Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Matthew and High School Game Field. We're high atop of the uh, field here and top of the press box at Matthew and High School. And currently, right now, what a game that we're in. We saw a great game the, a couple weeks ago with Mount Carmel, and this one is an offensive shootout as well. At the half, it is FEM leading 28 to 21. 35 points combined to put up there by both teams in that second quarter. And uh, we got a lot of recapping of the scores to recap for you as homecoming festivities are going on behind us, honoring some band members and the homecoming court as well for uh, tonight's festivities. So that's what you're hearing in the uh, background. And let's first start off by recapping the uh, scoring here for FEM. They got on the board with 927 to go in the uh, first quarter. And it was a one-yard touchdown run by Gage Gillum. Five plays, 75 yards. And that made it 7 nothing on the good extra point. And also, it was a Matt Toom response to that in the first quarter. It was a four-play, 58-yard drive. And that was a trayer to a Klein on the touchdown pass, and that tied things up at a 7. And in the second quarter of 9.42 to go, it was a 24-yard scramble, touchdown of four, Gage Gillum, and that play took nine plays, 72 yards, extra point was good, and it was 14 to a 7 at that point, FEM with the lead. And then FEM would add on to that lead with 5.50 to go in the uh, second quarter. As it was a five-yard touchdown run from Weldon Dunston, that culminated a four-play, 76-yard drive to put up the Hearts 21-7. to And then Matt Toon, not to be outdone, they take over, and they score with 2.16 to go in the first half as they got on a one-yard touchdown run by Deaton Arnold, and that culminated a three-play, 38-yard drive, and that was a set-up all by an interception there by the quarterback, Slayer Trayer, and that made it 21-14 to at that point. Then with a minute 18 to go, a minute later, that's right, FEM with a response after a long run by Dunstan. That set up an 11-yard touchdown run, or touchdown pass, excuse me, from Gillum to a Belcher, and that was a four-play 65-yard drive. That made it 28-14 to at that point. And then with .2 seconds left to go there in the first half, Mattoon cut it to a one-possession game. One-yard a touchdown run by a Trayer, and that was an eight-play, 65-yard drive to make it 28-21 to here at the half. So 
point being really put up there in the uh, second quarter there for both teams as this is turned into a, a shootout. Took a while for the points to be scored a couple weeks ago with Mount Carmel, but it only took basically one quarter for both offenses to get going. They both have big plays, and the results in are some big scores on the scoreboard as well as them leading FEM does 28-21. Kind of the complete opposite, obviously, of last year. FEM picking up that 34 nothing win. And now it's only a one-score game, 28-21, here at the half for FEM in the lead. Yeah, definitely FEM in the lead. And, Travis, your, your premonition was right. It is, uh, has turned into a shootout as both teams have combined for 49 points here in the uh, – First half, and the uh, FEM leads uh, 28-21, and uh, the offense just uh, out there in the, the first quarter. Both offenses kind of, it's kind of, you know, they had some good tries, but they just kind of stalled out and uh, tied seven all. But uh, after the second quarter, definitely the floodgates opened as far as the uh, scoring scoring goes, and uh, you know that, that resulted in uh, really good, really good drives for for both teams and. Uh, FEM's up 28-21. Matt Dean scored there right before the half with uh, two tenths of a second left to go. And they have the uh, they have the momentum, even though FEM received the uh, kickoff in the, uh, the second half. So uh, let's go ahead and take a look at some stats here. First for first for the Matt Dean Green Waves. Uh, as far as rushing goes, Arnold's got uh, got two carries for six yards. He does have a uh, one-yard rushing touchdown. Sewell has 10 carries for 57 yards. And Freer, quarterback, has three carries for six yards. Uh, Passing-wise, passing Freer, 12 for 24, 50%, 185 yards. He has one rushing touchdown, one passing touchdown. He does have a uh, interception, and Matt Dean does have a, a fumble. Uh, their, their opening drive, they, they fumbled, and uh, they, they had a few more uh, – that could have been fumbles, but luckily they were able to uh, to uh, to grab those and uh, keep keep the ball themselves. The receiving for for Mattoon Hawkins uh, has two catches for 13 yards. Butler three catches for 57 yards. Kimbrough two catches for 22 yards. Klein has uh, that one catch for the uh, 38 yard uh, touchdown. And Branson has uh, two catch, two catches for. For 50 yards, penalty-wise, uh, Greenway have, have three penalties for for uh, 30 yards. For excuse me, for Effingham, Weldon rushing, Weldon Dunstan 14 to 29, 14 rushes. Uh, no, excuse me, 14 rushes, 129 yards rushing, one touchdown. Gage Gillum uh, six rushes, 37 yards rushing, uh, two rushing touchdowns. Belcher ran ran the ball one time for. For six yards, Gage Gillen passing. He's five for nine for 98 yards for 55%. Uh, he does have a passing TD as well to uh, to Belcher. Uh, Belcher has uh, two catches for 19 yards and a touchdown. Reed has one catch for 13 yards. Webb has that one big 40-yard catch as well. And Lots had a big 22-yard 22-yard catch. Uh, penalties. Uh, five penalties for uh, 40 yards for Effingham. I know, uh, I'm sure the coach 
that's uh, definitely teachable, workable moments, you know, moving forward. And hopefully they can correct that in, in the second half. I know they're up 28, 21. Um, so those penalties haven't, haven't yet to come back, come back to bite them, but, uh, that's definitely something they want to, want to control, uh, moving forward here tonight and the rest, the rest of the season as Effingham leads 28, 28, 21. And, uh, Travis, I'm excited to see what happens here in the, Second half after you know forty nine points here in the the first half you know it's, I don't know see see what the see what the second half brings see see if it brings uh, more of the same or if, if the defense is getting get involved and start start stopping things or what's going to happen here but it should be should be a fun one here in the in the second half. It's anything like it was in the first half for him for a shootout and even more points put on the board here at the. I have it 28 to uh, 21. FEM in the elite, and uh, big to know that FEM gets the ball first to start off the uh, second half. As the band performing here at homecoming at Mattoon High School, uh, is really turned into a nice a complex here at, at Gaines Field with the turf. Not only here at the football field, they have the baseball diamond lit up over there. They got the turf infield over there as well, and then a soccer. Uh, complex back there soccer field as a turf field as well and it really turned into a fabulous facility when they opened it last year and they rededicated the uh, field uh, last game against Olney and it turned out well for the uh, green wave as this time just offense has been the name of the game there with a uh, punch counter punch and both teams converting uh, turnovers into points and it's just been a high-scoring affair here in Mattoon so far in the game number one of the Apollo for both these squads. So we'll check in on the other scores from around the area. We'll try to get uh, other scores from around the Apollo as well as other area scores. We'll check in on how that uh, Cumberland Pirate and Bill Grove game is doing over there on a WSCRA. So we're here at halftime. Homecoming at Mattoon High School. We'll be back here on the halftime report. It's 28-21, FEM in the lead. So we'll be back in a few moments. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. Heating and air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning. 
your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. MERS heating and air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here. We're still at halftime here at Gainesfield at Mattoon High School. Currently, it is a 28-21 with Effingham in the lead there. A nice, clear night. You couldn't ask for a better night of high school football, both on the field with both teams. If you love offenses, if you like defensive struggles, you may not like it as much, but uh, we certainly love it up here with the offense putting up the points. And tonight, 64-degree night here on top of the press box in Matthew High School. And let's look at some other tours uh, from around in the area uh, tonight. Currently, in the uh, close to halftime, it's Mount Carmel in the lead, 49-2-0 over Newton. It's after three quarters. It's still holding strong with Cumberland leading over Villa Grove at 12-2-7 over on our sister station, WCRA. It's Pena at the half, 26-7 over North Mac. There's a shootout in Shelbyville as well, 28-20 in the uh, second quarter. It is Carlinville scoring all the points against Staunton, 32-7. The Cavaliers of Carlinville have the lead there. It's 34-0, Casey over Robinson at the half. It's Arthur, 21-7 over Sagamon Valley. Arthur undefeated for the first time in uh, quite a while. And it looks like they could be so far so good in the two quarters at least, 21-7 over Sagamon Valley. And it looks like we have Nekomis, 38-0 over Sarah Gordo in the LPSC. If you got... All the scores, actually, Okaw Valley, uh, Sullivan is leading over Argenta, 20-6 at the half as well. Sullivan can match their win total that they had last year, and they can match their 17 to 2021. They were winless, and now they turned their program around, had four wins last year, and we're going to go 4-0 this time around. Mattoon is out on the field as the band concludes their performance here at halftime, and we're awaiting the arrival of Effingham onto the board. I didn't quite see where they ran off to for uh, the halftime. As behind us at the uh, high school is where the locker rooms are located. The Green Wave are out taking their warm-ups here, and they're down on the scoreboard of the Green Wave, 28-21 here at the half. There they come. I see them behind us here on the press box, and FEM runs out there on the uh, field, and uh, next week, FEM will also be on the road as we will face Charleston. So uh, we'll be atop Trojan Hill uh, tomorrow, or not tomorrow, but uh, next week. I don't want to jump ahead of myself too much. I guess I had the line eye on the uh, brain because uh, they'll be in action 
tomorrow, 11 a.m. at kickoff, 10 a.m. a pregame show over on 98.9 at the uh, game. Uh, just this number seven team in the country, Nittany Lions, come calling from Penn State to Champaign tomorrow. Penn State, 14-and-a-half-point favorite are the Nittany Lions as uh, they come in undefeated, of course, and you know, Illini off that loss against Kansas and narrow win in Toledo opening night. And this time it's an orange out there at Memorial Stadium. If you can't make it out to Memorial Stadium, we got the coverage for you over on 98.9, and that's happening at 11 a.m. And then also we'll have a, a double dip on Sunday. We'll have Cardinal Baseball that's going on right now as well, and uh, that's against the Phillies. And just on the starting lineup the other day, we gave away tickets for the game tomorrow afternoon against the uh, Phillies. It'll be a bobblehead night there in St. Louis against Philadelphia tomorrow. So one lucky winner got a pair of tickets there. Hopefully they enjoy the uh, game. We also gave away some Illini tickets as well earlier this week on the uh, starting lineup. Just a couple of things that we uh, do on the starting lineup to make it special there. So we'll have to stay tuned uh, maybe possibly win some tickets later on in the year as well. More, maybe not Cardinal games. Season's coming to a close here very quickly, but uh, definitely some more Illini tickets will be available for sure. I'd like to pause and uh, thank the sponsors for sponsoring the broadcast all season long for FEM and their Rush Truck Centers Incorporated, Dietrich Bank, Murr's Heating and Air Conditioning, Crossroads Truck Equipment, FEM Veterinary Clinic, Weber's Jewelry, and Weston Company, Wet Pools and Spas, and the touchdowns this year are sponsored by Licking My Chicken, Pulling My Pork, a barbecue. They're open Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. until they're sold out. They're located on Highway 33 inside A1 Liquors Haven's patio. Come out and enjoy the food truck experience with the luxury of a fully covered patio. Their mouth-watering meats are slow, smoked to perfection, and covered in their signature rub that will leave you wanting more. Come on down and give them a try. They promise you won't regret it. And we appreciate them for being the touchdown sponsor this year of FEM Hearts Football. And we appreciate all of the uh, sponsors of the Hearts Football this season as well. So uh, looks like both teams are done with their warm-ups. Quick warm-ups for the Hearts. It looks like we're ready to go and we're lined up and getting the third quarter started. FEM will get the ball first here to start the second half. We'll see if the offenses can continue to rack up the points on the scoreboard. 35 points put up in that quarter alone in the second for these two schools. And it'll be Quadfelter kicking away a four, a Matt Toon, and a Dunstan and Weaver will be back to receive it for Effingham to begin the third quarter with Effingham leading by seven. And Claude Felter it kicks it off, a little bit of a high kick, and it's going to be over there on the far sideline. It's going to be picked up by Weaver at the 20-yard line. He's looking to run. He gets it past the 30-yard line, and he fights forward. And a little extra shove there, but it'll be Effiam getting the ball after a little decent pickup there by Weaver. And so that'll be first and 10. They'll place it at the 33 where FEM will start off with the ball to begin the second half. And it'll be Gillum taking a snap under center. 
Takes the snap, turn and handoff to a Dunstan looking for room to run, and he gets it across the 40-yard line, and he's finally brought down by the green wave. That was a good seven-yard carry that time there by Dunstan. Good way to start off the uh, first half there for uh, for Effingham. Seven-yard carry that time by Dunstan to the 40-yard line. As Travis waves to one of his many fans here, I'm just seeing everybody left and right here at Matt Tunis for reunion. Know how, how popular you were, Travis. <laughs> it's Gillen taking the snap under center, and it'll be a, a short throw over to Belcher. He turns the corner, gets a nice block, and he's got the first down and some, and he's finally going to be brought down inside of the 50. So he'll carry it about first down, and it will be marked right at midfield. First down right there, midfield. So, you know, about maybe 18 yards there on that play. Uh, first down. About right, so first down at 50. And it's going to be handoff there, and it's going to be Dunstan, and he puts it on the ground, but FEM gets right back on it as Dunstan put it on the turf, and it was Reed who recovered it. But it's going to be another Hart's first down. On the big game there by Dunstan, but he put it on the turf. Good thing uh, Reed Reed was right there to uh, to recover that for Effingham. Otherwise, it could have been disastrous. So it'll be first and ten, a ball out of the uh, Mattoon 39. So Effingham cooking here. Dylan turns and hands off to with Dunstan again. The left side trying to find some room to run, and he ping-pongs his way. Up inside the 35, so it'll be another nice run there by Dunstan. Gains about five there. Second down and five. Ball at the Mattoon 34. Just underway here in the third quarter. As Gillum will take the snap on their center again. Two receivers split out to the left and whistles before. And guess what? The yellow flag out again. See what this one is, and it's going to be encroachment on the green waves. Encroachment offsides. Either way, it's on Matt Toon. so that'll move him up five yards closer, and it'll be second and one, second and inches, basically for FEM on the penalty. Matt Tune's fourth penalty of the night for four penalties, thirty-five yards. Gillum under center, and this time, again, movement, and again, penalties, and this will bring them back. So a false start on Effingham, trading penalties here to start off the second half. Six, pen- six penalty of the game, first of the second half, of six penalties uh, for Effingham, 45 yards on, on the evening. So let's see if... Uh, but uh, hopefully that doesn't hold them up here, and they see if they can keep moving the ball and get some more points on the board. So second down, and a six. Ball of the Mattoon, a 35. Gillum will go up in their center. Two receivers split out to the left. That's Belcher and a loss over there. Gillum takes the snap. He'll hand off to Dunstan, and it's going to be uh, bounces off one defender, cuts it back the opposite way. He's got room to run. He turns the corner. He's at the 30, at the 20, at the 10. Nobody's going to catch him. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. I see him. 35-yard run for Weldon Dunstan. But hold up. There's a penalty all the way back here in the backfield. So 35-yard touchdown as it stands right now for Dunstan. 
awaiting the penalty call as everybody standing around wondering who's it on. I don't know if that's a good sign or not, but FEM is running out on the field, so that's going to be good. And it's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct on Matt Coon. So that's going to be in the fourth on the kickoff. So that uh, one stand, 35-yard touchdown uh, for Weldon Dunstan. Another look at my chicken pulling my pork barbecue. Weldon Dunstan, FEM touchdown. And it's 34-21. And it'll be Donaldson on a two-hold for Michael Stefton to attempt the point after. 9.35 to go. In the third quarter, FEM getting on the board first here after five yards and a 35-yard run there by Dunstan. And it's going to be up, and it's going to be good. So FEM 35, Mattoon 21. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM March Football here on Jack FN. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Five plays, 65 yards, and a 35-yard touchdown by Dunstan. It makes it a 35-21. And the penalty on Sportsman, like on a Mattoon, is going to be enforced here on the kickoff. So they're going to kick off at the 45-yard line. Stephen's got the boot to just Tail this into the end zone if he wants, and he maybe have the wind as well. Can tell what the where the wind is coming out of, but it has picked up a time or two. But of course, we're up here high above Gaines Field, and Stefton will kick it up, and it's going to go into the end zone for a touchback, almost out of the end zone completely. So that'll be a touchback, and Matt Toon will start on the twenty-yard line for the Green Wave on their first possession. Of the first half. Trailing 35-21 here. Yeah, let's see if Mattoon can get the, some some uh, momentum going back. <coughs> excuse me, going back going back their way as they start from uh, their own 20-yard line after the, the touchback off the uh, unfortunate conduct penalty on the kickoff. So, Trayer will have the ball in the shotgun. And he'll take it, and he'll hand off, and it's going to be a bottled up there and nowhere going, and maybe even lost a couple there onto the hard-nosed one. That was Arnold on the carry. And they're going to have him for a loss of about two or three there. I'm going to say it was a loss of two. Second down, and a 12, a ball back at the 18-yard line. After that loss of two by Arnold, Trayer will be into the pistol. Trayer takes the snap. He's looking to throw, and the pass is complete. And that is to Sutler. And that'll bring up third and three, so it'll be a gain of about nine. 
It'll be a place at the 27-yard line. So third and short for the Green Wave come, upcoming here. And the trailer will take the snap in the shotgun. Again, two receivers split out on each side of the line. And Trayer takes the snap and a short little throw there. It's going to be incomplete, trying to hit Klein on the quick hitch. And it's going to bring out fourth down. Ball at their own 27-yard line. Haven't had a punt in quite a while. No, we haven't. He's in the first quarter. Both teams punted. Uh, that's about about it. They're going to go for it. Fourth and three of their own 27. At least they're going to line up for it. And a trayer will take the snap on fourth and three. Short little throw. Trying to get it to Klein again. And this time it was complete. And the green wave converts. So uh, they complete it. There's the Klein. And a first down green wave. Only needed a couple and they picked it up at the 31. You're about four. Nice little quick uh, short pass there from Trier to Klein, and they pick up Burke's first down and Matthews' uh, drive here to start to the second half. Uh, stays alive. They keep uh, keep the chains moving. First down and 10, the ball of their own 31 of four-minute tune. Trier sends a man in motion. That's Klein. Trier takes a snap, and it's going to be a, a draw straight up the gut, a little miscommunication, turn around to hand it off to the running back, but no one was there. So he's just no, kind of he, taking uh, it and running. Yeah, he did. Well, the running back went on the other side of where he was handing it off to him. So <laughs> I think there was yeah, definitely a miscommunication uh, somewhere. So he decided to take it himself. Looks like he uh, gained uh, three yards there. So it'll be uh, second and seven for, for Mattoon. Ball up to the 34 on that short little run there. And the trayer has a couple of receivers split out here on the near side. And it's going to be a handoff there to Arnold, trying to bounce it off on the right side, tries to lower the boom on a Mike Love, but he's going to slow him down just enough for the Hearts to come in and tackle him. And got about three more yards, so that'll be a third and about four for the Green Wave. Ball up to 37. I've seen slowly, slowly chipping their way up the field here. Got two receivers split out on each side. Trayer in the pistol again. Trayer takes a snap, looking to throw. Throws the far sideline, and the pass is complete to a Butler. But it's going to be a short of the sticks. So it was only a gain of about two. So it'll be fourth and two. Maybe, maybe one, and it's going to be one. So it'll be fourth and one all the 39. So, Mattoon will go for it again. Two receivers split out. Maybe it's Trayer going to go straight up the gut, and he's got it. So, another quarterback keeper. And it's a gain of five yards and a first down for Mattoon. Going up on six minutes to go in the third quarter. Nice little QB keeper there for uh, pick up the first down and a few more yards. Keep this drive going for for Mattoon and uh, neither defense I can really seem to uh, seem, seem to do much. Seventh play of the drive for Mattoon. Trayer will send Klein in motion again. Trayer takes the snap, a little high snap, and hands it off, and it's going to be blown up in the backfield immediately by Effingham. That was Charlie Ring. It was the first man there to slow him, bring him down. 
just blew it up in the backfield as soon as Sewell got that. And yeah. So that's a loss of four. Definitely, they definitely did. Did a lot there. Not that the defense they're, they're playing terrible for either team. It's just a lot of points are being put on the board, and both teams, both defenses, getting stops, getting stops when the when where they can and when they matter. Second down and a fourteen. A trigger into the shotgun again. He throws a pass a short, and it's going to be incomplete. And the receiver was the Butler, and so that'll bring up third and long, third and fourteen for Matt Toon. And so it'll be third and a 14 at the uh, 40. Four minutes, 52 seconds to go in the third quarter. Mattoon trails 35-21, trying to convert a third and 14 play here. Two receivers split on each side. Trayer in the shotgun. Trayer takes the snap. He's looking to throw and throws it across the middle. Pass is complete to a Branson. And he's going to be hit right there at the 50-yard line. That's Busher who brought him down, and that's going to be short of the first down marker, even though it was a pretty decent gain. So that'll be a fourth and a five, you know, about nine there. Yep, so you get a nine there to 49 is what they say. So it'll be fourth and a five after the long pass play, but still short of the six. On four on third and fourteen. Now it's fourth and five, and two receivers split out on each side of the line again. And Trayer in the shotgun. It's Arnold, the man back there, sends the man in motion. That's Kimbrough takes on the jet sweep, turns to the corner, and it goes by one guy. He's down the sideline. He's only got one guy to beat, and it's Weaver finally bringing him down inside the fifteen yard line. Kimbrough on the long jet sweep. And a 37-yard gain there for Kimbrough on the jet sweep. And uh, it'll be first down and 10 of the 14 is where they mark him down at. That's, uh, that's what Matt Toon needed there, but uh, that was a nice run by, by Kimbrough on the jet sweep. So the trayer into the shotgun, two receivers split out on each side again. As the trayer takes the snap, he's looking to throw, trying to throw it to the corner again, and it's going to be incomplete. Just out of the reach of a butler. So the incompletion will bring up second down and ten. Going with that fade again, fade again to the corner. I, you know, I really becoming their their favorite pass here, three year when they're trying to get to the end zone, but uh, really no no look so far with that here tonight, but uh, you know, you keep on trying and trying until it works. So, so it'll be second down and a 10, a ball at the afternoon 14, Matt Toon will send Kimbrough in motion, and Trayer takes the snap, he'll hand off to Sewell that time, and he bounced it off on the left side before he's brought down by a ton of FEM tagglers. Cobra line in there. Kessler may have been in there as well. It'll be a third and a seven at the 12. 3.30 to go in the third quarter. 35-21, but Matt Toon trying to respond here. As Green Wave will come out in the shotgun. Two receivers split out on each side again. 
And a trayer will take the snap. And it's going to be a fake handoff. He's going to roll to his left side. A fires for the end zone. High incomplete. They were looking for Hawkins there. Had a couple of guys over there. Branson was over there, too. Either way, it'll be fourth and seven. Twelfth play of the drive coming up. Yeah, it was a little, uh, little high for Hawkins, a little bit out of the reach for, for Branson. Yeah, twelfth play of the drive here for, for Matt Tunes was what's been a uh, – Pretty much eating up the most most of the, the third quarter here. Got to get some points here after all this, all these sure. plays. Fourth and seven at the twelve. Mattoon lining up to uh, go for it. Two receivers split out. They're going to motion Klein, and a trailer dropped the ball. And here goes the Hearts bring him down. Play was blown up right from the beginning, and that's going to be a Metzner there on the stop. And the Hearts will take over after Treyer dropped the snap. So after all that, a turnover on downs. Kind of been the uh, kind of been the mo for for both teams here tonight. They have these, uh, especially for Matt Toon, uh, they've had these good good drives that uh, you know they almost look like they're down and out, but they keep going. But then they just eventually stall out. And so it'll be uh, Gillum going up under center. Taking over on the turnover on downs on the 16. A Dustin squirts through. He's got room to run. He's at the 40. He's across midfield. He's at the 40. Greenwave trying to chase him down, and he finally just slides down short of the 30-yard line. So a huge gainer there all the way from the 16-yard line up to the 30. So Dunstan just got free there and a big run for Effingham, and they may have just broke this one over, or <laughs> broke it open. They may, they may have. Looks like it was a, looks like it was a 49, 49-yard run there by uh, by Dunstan on that play. Yeah, they may have just broken this game open. So it'll be at the 31-yard line, and Gillen will be in the shotgun on first and 10 and take the snap. He'll hand off to Dunstan, left side, trying to turn it, trying to squirt up the middle. And he's going to get it to about the 30-yard line. Maybe a game of about a couple there. And they got it to about the 29. So second down and eight. Well, then, well, then Dustin having a having a great great game tonight, running running wise and uh, doing doing it all around for Effingham. So it'll be Gillum with the snap and the shotgun. And then Gillum will keep it himself, trying to bounce it to the outside on the left. He's got the first down and some, trying to tiptoe the sideline. Finally goes out a bounds. He's got the first down, though, for the heart. And he was finally knocked out. They're going to mark him that officially. But there is a penalty. I didn't even see it come out, but there's a penalty, and it's on Effingham. So it's going to come back. It's a hold. So we were all trying to move the chains and look at Gillum over there going out of bounds, and there was a flag behind the play, and so wipe out the first down, and it'll bring up second down and 15 on the hold. It's a hard seventh penalty for 55, 55 yards with penalties tonight. Second down and a 15 of all the Mattoon, a 35. FEM will send... Reed in motion. Gillum will take the snap. He's rolling out of his right. Fires downfield. It's going to be high, incomplete, trying to hit Belcher. 
and so that'll bring up third and along for the heart. That big, big run by Dunstan, and now all of a sudden Hearts are faced with a third down now. Third and fifteen at the thirty-five. Yeah, I just I just don't know don't know what it is. Both teams get get these big plays on these drives, and then they just all of a sudden just you know just just fall out. Nowhere, yeah. yeah. Gillum will take the snap of the shotgun, trying to move around. Reed, it goes to the left, goes back to the right now. And there's going to be flags. I think finally Reed took off too early. So it's going to be a false start on Effingham. Just so much movement there with the motion and to the left, to the right. And then finally after all that, a false start. So it'll be a third and a 20 on the five-yard false start. Eighth penalty tonight for uh, 60, 60 yards for, for Effingham. And, yeah, just, I don't know, Effingham, a uh, lot, lot of penalties tonight. I mean, thankfully it hasn't uh, come back to haunt him as rep 35-21, but definitely some uh, teachable moments in the future. Well, at the 40, third and 20, I'll send a man in motion for the heart. And Gillum's looking to pass, throwing a little screener out there. It's complete to a Dunstan. He's got room to run. He's got to the 25. And that's going to be just shy of the markers, though, but good screen play there, and that's going to be close. It's only going to be a fourth, and they're going to say about two or one. One. So 19-yard gain on the screen there to Dunstan. They'll bring up fourth and one of the 22 with a minute 10 to go. Hearts line up to go for it. They'll go up under center. Will Gillum in the eye formation. And Gillum turns and hands off to a Dunstan, hops over a couple of guys, trying to lose one, and he's still carrying guys, and he carries up to about the 15, and he's going to be brought down to the 14. So that's a first down there on the stop. Eight-yard gain that time for Dunstan. And it's spotted at the 14 with 50 seconds to go. All of a sudden, the hearts backed up, third and 20. Then they throw that screen pass, 19-yard pass completion to Dunstan, and now FEM's in business on the converted fourth down. High formation, two receivers split out there to the left. Gillum under center. He'll take the snap. He'll turn and hand off to a Dunstan, trying to get some blockers, but he was slowed up, and he may have got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. Blackburn there on the stop. For the green wave, and we're 15 seconds to go in the quarter. I think FEM will just let the clock run out as they're going back over to the sidelines to talk to Coach F. So uh, that'll do it for the third quarter. So after three, it is FEM 35, Mattoon 21. And we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. 
Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to a game field, Mattoon High School, as the start of the fourth quarter. Mattoon leading 35-21, and halftime we had to say it about all the points being scored and only one touchdown there in the third quarter. By FEM, we, we jinxed it. The old broadcaster's jinx strikes again. Uh, second down and 11, the ball at the 14 of 4 FEM. And it's going to be a low snap, but Gil, Gillen's just going to have to run to the left. He's got a block. He's at the five yard line, puts his head down, and he gets close to about the three, is where they're going to spot him down. So it'll be first and goal at the three. On the first and goal at about the two. 11-yard game that time by Gillum on the first play of the fourth quarter. First and goal at the three. Seven ticks gone in the fourth quarter. And so it'll be Gillum under center. He'll take the snap. He'll turn a handoff to a Dunstan trying to bounce it. Gets by a couple of guys, but... Slowed down, keeps pushing forward, keeps pushing, and he's going to be brought down at the one-yard line finally. Just shy. So it'll be a gain of two, and it'll bring up second goal at the one. Eleven to 25 and counting in the fourth quarter. FEM trying to put up more points. Gillum. Under center, second and goal at the one. Takes the snap, and he bounces to the right side, and he hops into the end zone. Touchdown, FEM. Third rushing touchdown for Gillum, and that's another look at my chicken, pulling my pork barbecue. FEM touchdown. That puts him up by 20, 41 to 21. Eight-play drive capped off by another rushing touchdown there for Gillum. And uh, uh, Donaldson will be on a two-hold. Stefton on a two-kick it away. Up through the uprights. It's good for Michael Stefton. And it's 42-21 now. FEM putting a little distance between them and the green wave. And uh, so we'll take another 30-second timeout after another FEM score. 41-21, FEM in the lead. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to FEM Arts Football here on Jack FM. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FEM Vet Clinic. Consumers say that a positive review makes them more likely to trust a business. So here's a compelling testimonial from a real customer. Thank you, Charlie. We offer lab work, x-rays, and surgery. And our patients leave happier. Well, most of them. Jack, we're sorry you thought we were removing your tonsils. But you should feel like your old self again in no time. FDM Vet Clinic, People's Choice and Pet's Choice, 408 North Keller Drive. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back here to Mattoon High School, James Field. Here at Mattoon High School, 84-yard drive. That was eight plays finished off by Gage Gillum, one-yard touchdown run. And Stephen Wall booted away, and Mattoon will field the hopper there and trying to make something happen. That's Arnold, and he's going to trip on the 25-yard line, and he's going to be uh, brought down. At about the 28 or 27. Uh, it'll be a first down there for Matt Toon with 11.06 remaining in the game. Down 42-21. Yeah, Matt Toon's got to try to get, get something going here, get the, get the points back on, back on the board. Nice little return there by, by Arnold. And let's see, uh, Trayer takes a snap of the shotgun and he'll throw far sideline pass complete there to a Butler and he gets it across the 35 and just shy of the first down marker so they're going to save the gain of about eight. They're going to save the gain of about nine. Second and one on the pass play there to Butler. 10:40 remaining. As it'll be Trayer in the shotgun again. And a Trayer will take the snap. He's looking to throw. Throws near side, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it to Kimbrough there. And so it'll be third and one on the incompletion. Yeah, quick third down here for, for my team. But uh, both teams each, both teams here tonight when they're seeing the face with the a third, third or fourth down, it seems like, you know, they might have to punt or turn over on downs. They, they seem to pick up that, that first down and keep these drives going when they need to. So it'll be a third and a one of all the 37. Trier in the shotgun. And a couple of receivers split on each side of the line. Trier takes the snap. He's going to throw a long throw, way overthrown. Their intended receiver was Hawkins. But nobody was going to catch that. And so that'll be fourth and one. So at Mattoon, a trailing here, 42-21. Probably go for it here as Mattoon is looking for a hold, possibly. But they don't get it. So it'll bring a fourth and one. Trayer into the shotgun. Takes the snap. He's going to go straight forward, and he's got it at the 40. So gain of three. So that'll be a first down. First down by Mattoon, and there's a person slow to get up, and that's Trayer. So he'll have to run off of the field for at least a play. And so, a little shaking up there. He's just going to go over to the sidelines and stretch it out. Maybe a cramp there. Yeah, looks like, looks like, looks like so. So, Mattoon will have uh, Griff in there for it. And uh, Surf gets the uh, carry. He's not going to go very far. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. That's Nurse on the carry who was in at quarterback with the trayer still getting stretched out here. So that'll be a no-gainer. Take it down in 10. On the no-gainer there by 
Ness. So it'll be a second down, eight and ten for the Green Wave. Earth will take the snap, and he'll hand it off. Nope, he'll keep it. Trying to bounce it on the outside. No one sees him. He's past the 50-yard line, spinning forward, trying to hold on to the football. Neff on the carry, and that's going to be a big play, and it's going to be a 15-yard gainer there, and a first down for Mattoon. So Mattoon moving the ball here, and Neff is still going to be in there at quarterback. It's first and 10, the ball in FEM territory now at the 44. And the Neff will take the snap in the shotgun. Neff takes the snap. He's going to throw, fires it incomplete. The fastball there. Coverline was the only man over there. So it'll be second down and a 10 on the incompletion. As it'll be a second down and a 10, 8, 4 to 9 to go in the game. 42-21, your score, FEM with the lead. Mattoon, Neff, in at quarterback. Neff takes the snap into the shotgun. He's going to hand off to Arnold, trying to bounce it. As he get away from a couple guys, hop steps over another. He's down the sideline. He's at the 20, and he's going to be brought down. Big carry there. He's about 24. 22 is going to be the official word. And it's going to be a first down for Matt Toon on the 22-yard carry by Arnold. Nice job there by Arnold getting getting to the outside and uh, getting the first down, some more yardage, and uh, running over capital Effingham defenders on his way. Running them over, running over them, jumping over them, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Neff will take the snap in the shotgun, and he's going to throw it. Throws it to the corner of the end zone. Jump ball. Is it going to be intercepted? As it is, yes, yes, it is. Interception, wow. that's Martin picked it off. Him and Mattoon going jump ball there. As they were looking for Hawkins, and Martin wins the jump ball this time. So an interception by Effingham into the end zone, and that's going to Get it out to the 20-yard line on the touchback. So Effian will take over on the INT by Martin. And so Effian will take over. 8.34 to go in the game. 20-yard line. They'll hand it off to a Dunstan. Straight forward. He may have got one or two yards, but not, not much doing there. No, not much doing there for Dunstan on that last pass there by by Matt Toon from uh, from Neff. That ball was thrown just uh, it was a nice interception. That ball was thrown just a little bit short of, uh, of Hawkins there. So, but anyway, a nice interception. And Neff again has got the ball back up uh, up twenty one, and they look to put some more points on the board. Under eight to go. Second down and a nine. A ball at the twenty one. Gillum will go. Up under center, we got five seconds on the play clock. Gillum takes the snap. He'll hand off to a Dunson again, straight up the middle, and he's going to 
get another couple of yards or maybe just back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it, I say. So no gainer there. And it'll be third and eight. Ball at the 22. So FEM with a couple of runs here trying to drain as much clock as they can. Leading 42-21 here in the fourth. Back on the road next week. Back in or visiting the other area of Coles County, Charleston. So we'll have that coverage for you next week. But FEM trying to finish things off here. And we got two seconds on the play clock there. Coach Hefner's going to have to take a timeout there. Too much time. Maybe that was by design. It'll be a timeout there for Effie in their first one of the half. So we'll step away as well. It's third and eight for the Hearts when we come back. In 30 seconds, you're listening to FEM Hearts Football on Jack Effin. So we'll just keep our eye here. It's 42 to 21. 6.58 to go in the fourth quarter. And it was a third and eight. FEM drained the play clock all the way down and then took the T.O. there. Draw something up on third down to basically just to drain as much clock as they possibly can here with a couple of touchdown, couple of touchdown lead. So we'll see what they draw up on a third and eight. And the ball to 22. And Gillum will be in the shotgun. Two receivers split out here on the near side. Gillum will put a man in motion. And it'll be handed off. Nope, Gillum's going to keep it. Trying to find a block. Get the edge and can't quite get there. He's going to be tackled about the 25. So a short gain that time. Therefore, Gillum, so it'll be fourth and six. So basically, another two-yard gainer there. And FEM will have to punt it away, and Hawkins will go back to receive this one. FEM will punt it away. Stefton will be the uh, punter, and haven't had a punt in a while. But we're going to have one right now. This is the first quarter. I believe you're right. So it'll be... uh, FEM on a fourth down, Stefton, Michael Stefton on to punt it away. And now Klein, I think, joins them back there. Uh, it was Arnold who joins them. Middle bounce at the 50-yard line. Take a good FEM bounce as keeps on rolling, and it'll get all the way down to about the 39-yard line is where they'll take over. And there is a penalty marker. We haven't had one of those in a while. We were due for one. For sure. So we'll see what this one is as it's back here at the end of the play. And got a final from over on our sister station, WCRA, Carolina Pirates. They win 18-2-7 to was the final score there. So Cumberland going on the road. Taking down Villa Grove. So... Cumberland bounces back after their loss against Sullivan last week. And FEM looking to bounce back of their own. 
and they're still trying to get everything sorted out. We're talking to Coach Kimbrough here and do what they want to do. As penalty flag is going to we're going to re-kick. Holding on Effingham. So they will accept the penalty, actually. So it'll be another try at this kick. They went over and asked Coach, what do you want him to do? And they're going to re-kick it. So that's what they'll do. Fourth and 15. And Hawkins and Arnold will scoot up a little closer. I've been hoping for some better field position here. And Stepton's all the way back there about the four where they're going to punt it. So, fourth down, Stepton on to a punt. Gets it clean. Catch. Nice kick. And it's going to be fielded by Hawkins, though. Makes one guy miss. He's at the 40, and he's finally brought down. There is. He just got across the 40-yard line, and that was Charlie Ring with the tackle. So it'll be a first and a 10 by Mattoon. And they'll already be in FEM territory. And so FEM should have drained some clock there. And now Mattoon will take over. 5.49 to go here in the game. Trying to make this closer. We'll start at the 38. That's where they're going to have it officially. And it's going to be... Neff straight up the gut. Nothing doing. And Sewell actually was on the carry. And that'll bring up second down on the no gainer. So it'll be a second down and a 10. A ball at the 38 on the short little run by Sewell. And Neff sent a man in motion. That's Klein. And he'll fake it to him. And Neff will just take it himself. He gets swallowed up in the backfield. Charlie Ring, one of the guys there. Metzner, one of the guys there. Spencer Fox actually is going to get credited for this one. And that's going to be a loss of three. It'll be a third and a three. Yeah, nothing. Third and 13, I should say. I'll get away. Eventually, yeah. uh, Third and thirteen for my team. Nothing, uh, nothing going right here. Late, late in the game for my teams. are four forty left to go here in the game as they uh, try to try to do what they can to salvage what's left of this game and maybe maybe score another touchdown. And so third and thirteen, and Ness will fake it and he rolls out. He's going to throw it towards the sideline, and that's going to be, I guess, in the area of Klein. Uh, it's going to be. Incomplete as Neff was on the run. And I'll bring up fourth and a 13 on the incompletion. Four minutes, 22 seconds to go in the game. And Mattoon will go for it. On fourth and a 13 at the FEM 41. So they got a short punt, but they're faced with a fourth and long year. Neff will be... Taking the snap of the shotgun. He takes it. Here comes the rush by FEM, and he can't get away. And he's going to be sacked close to midfield. Brought down way back there. Charlie Ring, one of the first guys. Coverline back there as well. So is Metzner as well. So three guys around you. 
take your pick on who you want to give that sack to, but it's going to be a sack regardless. And a turnover on down back to Effingham with 4.16 remaining, and it'll be all but over here. That it will. Effingham will just try to run out the clock here. So 4.16, let's go. First and 10, a ball at the 47. Andy Gillum will turn and hand off to a Dunstan, and he tries to bounce it on the right side. He tries to jump to about midfield. That's where they're going to mark him down. So a gain of about three. It's a second down and a seven. Going about four minutes to go in the game. Looks like FEM will bounce back and be on the road to Charleston the next week. Matt Toon will be against Muhammad Seymour next week and stick around for the post game show we'll give you some other final scores I already told you that Cumberland was victorious tonight 18 to 7 over Villa Grove we'll look at other scores from around the area finally see if we can get an Apollo score or two and it's going to be Gillum turning and handing off to a Dunstan left side and gets the first down and just shy of the 40 so it'll be a first down on the carry game of about 9 there it'll say and first and ten at the 42. Going about three minutes to go in the game. That team does have two timeouts. But they they want to stop it. Yeah. They want to prolong the game. Right. FEM just trying to not, not fumble it and uh, eat up some clock here. And so it'll be... Two minutes, 50 seconds to go. Gillum up under center. Take the snap, turn and hand off to a Dunstan again. He bounces it on the right side, makes one guy miss. We got a penalty flag. He carries it, and he gets tackled out of bounds. Pass the first down marker, but we'll wait for what this penalty will be on. Kind of in that area of the run, so wouldn't be surprised if this is coming back. So it'll be holding. Holding on FEM, so as I expected, it'll bring it back. Two minutes, 39 seconds to go in the game. FEM looking to take a loss in back-to-back games, but now bounce back and pick up a win here. But have to wait two minutes, 39 seconds before that. And that penalty back them up way back here to the 48. First down and 20. On the penalty. So ninth penalty tonight on Effingham. We got nine penalties, uh, 70 yards. So definitely a lot of uh, well opportunity for uh, to, to fix that in the future. But uh, Effingham needs to run out some more clock here. Gillum will take the snap under center. He'll turn and hand off to Dunstan again, trying to bounce it off to the left side, but nothing there. And he's going to be uh, tackled for a loss. And so that'll bring up third and long for Effingham. About 21 if it was a loss. Minute 50 to go. Into the game. Looks like Effingham will go to 2-2. Two and two. And Mattoon will fall to a 1-3 and a three on the season. Mentioned the vibes kind of changed after halftime. It was... Really excitement in the air with homecoming tonight for FEM, or for Matt Toon, and FEM just comes in and spoils it and 
We got two seconds on the play clock. We need to snap it. You know, uh, Gillen finally does. He'll turn and hand off to uh, Dunstan again. He switches hands, and he gets it past the 45. He's finally knocked out of bounds here on the near side. And it's going to be well short. He almost got it back to the original line. So gain of about 10 there, but well short. So Eberlin was one of the guys that hit him out. So that'll bring up third and 11. I guess it was only third down, or second down the last time. Ball will be spotted at the 43 minute 16. Only bad thing about that was that it was out of bounds, so it stopped the clock. Yeah. FEM still bringing the play clock down within five. And Gillum takes the snap. He'll hand off to a Dunstan again. A couple guys were there to blow it up in the backfield. And it's going to be a brought down basically for nothing. So it'll be a fourth and 11 on the no-gainer. That time on the carry by Dunstan. And we're under a minute to go. So it'll be 4th and 11. And Effingham will just drain the clock as much as possible. Gillen's just standing over there. And Coach Hefner will just take the timeout when the play clock gets down. So it'll be within about close to 30 seconds before they have to take a timeout. And so 4, 3, 2, Timeout for Coach Hef, and it's 28.3 seconds to go in the game. 42-21 at your score. Effiem makes the trip up to Mattoon. Makes the trip to Mattoon and spoils homecoming here tonight. Looks like come out with the win. That's right. Mattoon will be hosting, or Mattoon will be at Mount Zion the next week. I knew it was either. I knew it started with an N. Hey, you got that part right. But, you got that part right. Yeah. We'll see if we can get Mount Zion Taylorville score. Both teams undefeated there, and and Muhammad was in Charleston tonight, other side of Coles County. So might see him on the way back home. Uh, probably not. They're going the opposite way. Get my directions right. We'll, we'll see him. We'll see him soon enough on the football field. I've never been good at reading a compass, so it'll be a fourth and eleven, and uh, Gillum will be out. I think it's Stefton actually going to line up to punt it away. Hawkins back deep, so is Arnold. Stefton gets the punt. Another nice punt straight down the middle, and Mattoon will just let it roll and it'll roll into the end zone, and it'll be a touchback. 21.4 seconds to go. Green Wave will take over. So, a punt for the Hearts. Atune will take over. And I believe Neff will still be in at a quarterback if there is. So, Trayer got knocked out earlier, kind of the middle portion of the fourth quarter. And has a return yet? Seems walking around on the sidelines, but it'll be Neff leading the Green Wave out on the 20-yard line. 21.4 seconds to go, and Neff will take the snap and he'll hand off. Nope, he'll keep it. Neff looking to get a block. He got out of the 25. He's up close to the 35 before he ducks out of bounds. 
So 17-yard gain, they say. So it'll be a first down for the Green Wave. 13.5 seconds to go. Got out of bounds. That stops the clock. First down and a 10 for the Green Wave. Ball spotted at the 37. And the net will be in the shotgun. Two receivers split out on the far side. One here to the near. As it'll be Neff taking the snap, and he'll keep it a last second. Ball's on the turf, and Neff finally falls back down on it. And I think that should do it. As the clock will run out, that'll do it. That's the winner for Effingham. They'll improve to 500, a 2 and a 2, a snap in that mini two game slide. And Mattoon will fall to 1 and 3 on the season. 42 21 year score as Effingham comes in on homecoming and beats. The Green Wave. So it'll be 42-21 here. Final FEM coming away with the win. We'll be back in the postgame to wrap it all up. And we'll look at other scores from around in the area. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football. You're on Jackets In. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Behrman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the parts you need. You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Mers Heating and Air Conditioning do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gevin, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. MERS heating and air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. The doctor-patient relationship. More essential than words can say. But what if the patient can't put it into words? 
This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Nothing can take the place of your pet's relationship with their veterinarian. No website or app can examine their eyes, touch, listen, or detect problems early. That's why 9 out of 10 pets say they want that personal relationship with their vet. So before you Google your poodle, call us first with your pet questions. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Now, time for the Effingham Football Postgame Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to a game field, the Mattoon High School, as Effingham comes away with the win of 42-21, improving to 500-2-2 two two on the season. And Mattoon falls to 1-3 on the season. And most importantly, though, 1-0 in the Apollo Conference for the Hearts and Mattoon 0-1 starting off the Apollo. As we only had two scores in that entire second half, both coming by Effingham. So we had 35 combined points in the second quarter and then only 14 combined in the second half. Let's recap of that scoring as with 9.27 to go. Into the first quarter, it was FEM on the board. First, a one-yard touchdown run by Gage Gillum, and that finished a five-play, 75-yard drive to make it 7 to nothing. And Mattoon would respond. A pass play by uh, Trayer to uh, Klein, and it got behind the defense. And it was a four-play, 58-yard drive, and that tied it at 7 in the second quarter, 9.42 to go is FEM on the board again. A 24-yard scramble run for a touchdown by Gillum. And that was a nine-play, 72-yard drive. They have 14-7. And a 5.50 to go into the second. FEM scored again. A five-yard run by Dunstan. Got off a four-play, 76-yard drive. to Make it 21-7. And also in the second quarter, Mattoon responds. A one-yard touchdown run by Arnold. That copped off a three-play, 38-yard drive. That was uh, capitalized on an FEM turnover, and that made it 21-14. And then a minute later, FEM would score with a minute 18, 11-yard touchdown, a throw from Gillum at two of Belcher. And that was a quick four-play, 65-yard drive, and that made it 28-14 at that point. And then Matt Toon would score right before the half to put up another touchdown with 2.2 seconds to go on the clock. Mattoon made it 28-21 on a one-yard touchdown run by Treyer, and it was an eight-play, 65-yard run there at that point. Then in the third quarter, 9.35 to go, FEM, 35-yard touchdown run by Dunstan, and that made it 35-21 at that point, capped up a five-play, 65-yard drive as well. And then... Another one-yard touchdown run by Gillen, his third rushing touchdown of the night. And that was an eight-play drive it capped off, and that capped off the final score at 42-21. to And that is your final score here from a Gaines Field at Mattoon High School as the FEM Hearts celebrating right behind us here on the press box. As maybe I'll have to Turn around and grab a photo of that as the hearts are definitely going to have a happy drive back to the FEM High School. And so they'll take some photos and pictures of the students and come up to Mattoon and come out with a win. 
42 to 21. While Dominic calculates the uh, stats, take a look at some other scores from around the area. Some finals coming in here to uh, the scoreboard. Now Carmel's up big on Newton. Last report was 49 to seven. Cumberland with the final over Villa Grove, 18 to two seven. It was Pena and North Mac, 55 to 14. Pena with the uh, win. And it was Shelbyville over Tuscola, 50 to 2 at 28. It was Arthur, 41 to 14 over Sagamon Valley. Here's one of the Apollo Conference score I was looking for. Mount Zion, a 28 to 26, a victory over Taylorville. So Taylorville, first loss of the season. They're 3 and 1 now, and Mount Zion improves to 4 and 0. And Matt Toon will have to travel to Mount Zion next week to take on the undefeated Braves. And here you go. It's a final. Marshall snaps a 29-game losing streak. They win a 12-6 over Alney. So, first win in a few seasons there for Marshall. So, congratulations to them. They finally got it done. Arcola wins over Tri-County, 21-12. Lawrenceville setting up a big matchup next week with Casey. They stay undefeated. Their 20-13 win over Paris. Casey got it done over Robinson, 41 to nothing. Harlanville, 46-14 over Staunton. That's the final. Sullivan all over Argenta, 34-6. And let's see. Any other scores? I uh, see Modern Day, the team that defeated FEM last week. They beat Madison 52-18. So they win back-to-back games there for Modern Day after falling there in the rivalry game. And... Uh, again, your final score here, 42 to 21, is the uh, final score. FEM with the uh, win, and Dominic, are you almost I'm ready. ready with the uh, stats over I'm there? I'm ready. I'm ready with the stats. Travis, right. first for uh, for uh, my teams, they fall here tonight to FEM, 42 to 21. Uh, rushing, uh, Arnold had uh, four carries for 31 yards and a touchdown. Sewell had 12 carries for 64 yards. Trier had uh, seven carries for 15 yards. Kimbrough had one carry for 37 yards. Uh, Neff, come, Neff coming in late and uh, replaced Trier. He uh, walked off with uh, some cramping issues. And uh, he had three carries for 29 yards rushing. Uh, passing for Neff, he uh, he was 0 for 3. He did have a, uh, a interception. Uh, Trier was... Uh, 17 to 36 passing for 216 yards, uh, one interception. He did have uh, have one touchdown. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Hawkins was uh, had two catches for uh, 13 yards. Butler had uh, had six catches for uh, 77 yards. Kimbrough had one catch, or excuse me, two catches for 22 yards. Klein had. Three catches, uh, three catches for uh, 52 yards and 52 yards and a touchdown. And Branson had uh, two catches for 50 yards. Uh, all in all, Mattoon had four catches for, uh, or excuse me, four penalties overall, uh, 35 yards total. And uh, they did they did fumble the ball once on the uh, opening drive. 
for my tune as they come up victorious tonight, uh, 42-21. Weldon Dustin, 30 carries, 271 yards. He had he had uh, one one rushing, excuse me, uh, two rush two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Gage Gillen was uh, 10 carries, 52 yards. He had three rushing touchdowns. Uh, Belcher had uh, had two carries for 17 yards. Gage Gillen passing wise. Six for twelve, six for twelve, uh, 117 yards, uh, and one passing touchdown. Lots had one catch for 22 yards. Belcher, two catches, 19 yards, one touchdown. Reed, uh, one catch for 13 yards. Webb, one catch for 40 yards. And Dustin, one catch for 19 yards. Uh, penalties for the Hearts. They had nine penalties on. 70 yards, but they do come out here out of my team with the victory tonight, 42 to to get them back to 500, uh, 1-0 in the conference, and uh, just what they needed after that breeze modern day win, uh, definitely still a lot, a lot to, uh, you know, correct and uh, right the ship as far as the penalties and stuff like that goes, but uh, definitely a well-played game here uh, tonight by, by Effingham as uh both teams just had had their moments and had their runs, and, but for my team, they just had they had those drives where they get stuff going and they kind of stall out, and then you know it's kind of like a car start. You know, it, it start run, yeah. for, run for a little while and then die and then start again. And that's kind of kind of how it was for for my team, and kind of that way for Effingham too a little bit. They get things going and stall out, but uh, they come out here victorious tonight. Uh, 42, 42 to uh, to twenty one. Just uh, coming here to spoil uh, Mattine's Mattine's homecoming, and uh, I don't know. I really don't have uh, don't have much much left to say. I think uh, that pretty much sums it up. I think I think you're right. And uh, we'll uh, here comes uh, Coach Coach Hefner walking up the stairs. And uh, but yeah, I think that that sums it up. And uh, Effingham will uh, go to the other Coles County team. We'll go to Charleston next week. And, the home Trojans. And that's where we'll be. And I had not seen a Muhammad and Charleston score, so we'll have to wait and see whether the Trojans come in undefeated there or not. But we'll be there at Trojan Hill next week. Pre-game show starting once again at 6.30. We'll have the kickoff at 7 o'clock. So thanks to Derek back at the studio for turning the dials and uh, keeping us on the air. And thanks to uh, Dominic for Keeping stats and color commentating uh, this evening. Appreciate uh, that. And uh, we will talk to you uh, next week in uh, Charleston again. Your final score over Matt Dune, 42 to 21. FEMA winner. So we will be uh, signing off. And uh, don't forget about that Illini game uh, tomorrow afternoon, 11 a.m. against Penn State and the Cardinals on Sunday. And also got the Cubs on Sunday night baseball as well. So. He had a area doubleheader with the uh, Cards and the Cubs fighting for a playoff race is Chicago over on a 98-9 at the uh, game. This is Travis Sparks signing off for the night. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we will talk to you next week. And now it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. Have a great evening, everybody.
When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. This has been a presentation of Effingham High School Football. Thanks for listening. We now return you to regular programming.